Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You're descending down a staircase. On each step is another discount. Safe driver, multi-car, paperless. At the bottom of the staircase is a man selling cupcakes. You buy a cupcake with the money you saved because you really like cupcakes. You're getting deeper and deeper into saving money with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Pet slap my ass! It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal! <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and unfortunately, I am not sitting here with the one Pat Buck. I gotta say, this is uh, this is quite strange. It's a little uncomfortable. I don't have my best friend, my manager, my partner in crime sitting across from me, across country usually, but via FaceTime sitting across from me. Unfortunately, I know this may be hard news for some of you to accept, but the big guy botched. That's right. He botched pretty damn bad this time. You see, we've recorded about 45 to 50 minutes of content the other night. And uh, somehow my podcast equipment came unplugged. And in that process, when we took our first break, in which everything was still functioning just fine, and uh, made ourselves another drink, and I came back and we started recording. About a minute in, I look down and see that the old equipment is shut off. And I I go, oh no. Pat goes, what's going on? And I look at the outlet, because I always have this thing plugged in, which I have batteries in it too, but somehow it came unplugged. And I've thought I've tried to blame tried to blame the dogs, little guy or Sophie, possibly the mother when I was gone during the weekend wrestling, coming out here cleaning. Good possibility maybe she unplugged it. But uh, I think this could have possibly have just been my fault. And uh, I can't pinpoint anybody else. So I have nobody but me to blame. And due to our schedules, we, we both keep pretty busy schedules. Pat's a full-time married man running WrestlePro and, and training his students, driving in that shitty New York traffic constantly, hopefully listening to audiobooks, learning in that process. But uh, he was unable to uh, be here for the opening, the show opening, in which I said, no problemo, buddy. The big guy has you covered. Uh, I honestly tried everything, though, to get those 45 minutes back. Me and our editor, Shining Wizard Eddie, going back and forth. Me and Pat going back and forth. And we, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll get it figured out. And deep down, I knew that footage was fucking lost forever. Because uh, when, I, when I downloaded it to the computer, it was showing a, showing a big fat zero on the memory. And that's never a good thing. And uh, tried a couple things. And uh, we were unable to get it, and I apologize for everybody, everybody out there because it was probably the greatest 45 minutes we've ever had. And if I'm lying, you'll never know. But I want to choose to believe that it was the greatest 45 minutes me and Pat have ever had back and forth, just talking, sharing our week, our, our life's events. And uh, 
I botched. So guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I believe this is the beginning, though, of our relationship with Midroll. I'm uh, really, really excited about that. I'd like to thank Audio Boom uh, for almost a year. Uh, for um, just leave it at that. Thank you, Audio Boom, and I'm um, looking forward to uh, being with Midroll here and uh, moving upwards and onwards, as they say. So with that said, I would like to wish everybody a happy Labor Day out there. <clears throat> and uh, be safe, have fun. Um, I had a great week. I'm not going to drag this out as, as we usually do with me and Pat going back and forth. This is, uh, I want to say thank you to SCW Pro Wrestling, um, Seth Rollins, Black and Brave Wrestling Academy in Davenport, Iowa. Uh, this is his partner's promotion. Uh, so it was really cool for me to be able to go out there and and, and wrestle at the legendary Call Ballroom, uh, where Elvis has played in many, many, many more uh, greats um, from what they were telling me. And uh, great turnout. Thank you for everybody who came out there. Um, the, this time away from WWE has given me a great opportunity to do a lot of independent shows. And, uh, and they're, I'm not going not gonna to bullshit you. The independents are not the WWE, but I have been able to, fortunately, through being able to keep my name and my brand, uh, and, and you people being interested, make a very, very, very good living um, on the independents and, and meet a lot of you out there and, and kind of just slow down and and uh, not be so so rushed all the time. And, you know, it used to be I was uh, on the road five days a week and home a day and a half, and now I'm home more so five days a week and on the road one or two days. And it's, um, it's a nice change of pace. And I'm very thankful for the opportunities uh, each and every week that I, I've been allowed to, to come out and perform in front of you. And it's a big thank you to SCW Pro Wrestling. You guys are a hell of a promotion. Uh, I, know, I now know why Seth Rollins is affiliated with you. And uh, had a hell of a time, wrestled big Mason Beck. And uh, I had a lot of fun out there uh, with the big guy, the other big guy. And uh, even though he chose to go the low road and uh, eye-rake me, then low-blow me. Not just fucking one thing, guys. He eye-raked me, and then he low-blowed me for the disqualification. But uh, he made the big mistake of coming back to try to pick the bones. And if you know anything about Ryback, you know he recovers really, really fast. And luckily, I was able to recover in that period of time and give him the old boot ski and a shell shock to uh, go home happy. Just me, nobody else. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you to SCW Pro Wrestling. And for everybody out there, Northeast Wrestling, I did not, I was supposed to be on their show last week. It was a Sunday show. Uh, I believe they had Cody Rhodes, Rey Mysterio, Chris Jericho did a signing appearance. So it would have been cool to, uh, to have made that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we made a mistake on our end by not getting a deposit from the promoter, in which we've done a lot of business with Big Mike, uh, but he kind of fucked us over on this one. And uh, there were some requirements that we've had as far as uh, opponents and working guys, uh, lighter guys. And uh, he chose, after agreeing to it, not to agree to it. And it was uh, just one of those deals that um, I'm better safe than sorry at this point in time. And... Uh, Fortunately enough, I don't, don't need the money 
as far as having to make these shows every week. And I'm thankful to have the business and, uh, and other revenue streams coming in to where uh, I have the choice to say no when I want to say no. Uh, but I'm sorry for everybody who came out there. He advertised me all month, and then he pulled out. And uh, that was his choice, but that was our fault for not getting a deposit. And, and in the world of wrestling, old Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's never fucking wrong, guys. When he says DTA, don't trust anybody, you can't trust anybody. And uh, we will no longer be doing business without a deposit from Big Mike and Northeast Wrestling. But I do enjoy working for him. He runs good shows. He just pulled a little carny shit act on this one but uh all is forgiven and um it's been a great week a lot of questions coming in on the feed me more nutrition with the shell shock extreme fat burner labels are completed guys and uh they are just now they are they are getting those printed and the bottles have to be labeled and they will be shipped out and we should hopefully be off and running anytime it's just all this stuff it got delayed when i switched manufacturers and uh, when I switched from New York to, to California uh, for, for, for logistics and shipping reasons and uh, to save, because this company's superior out of California. Um, so I'm really, really happy to be working with them. Uh, I've been asked quite often, what other formulas do you have coming out? And just to kind of give you guys a heads up in what I'm doing, rather than I've seen this mistake happen with other supplement companies and um, well, they'll come out and they'll release four, five, six, seven, eight things right off the bat. And, uh, and that's all fine and dandy. I kind of just wanted to let this thing grow, put out my, my three essential ones, and then start the process of releasing one after the other after the other to kind of keep it exciting and uh, to let it grow organically and naturally. And that is exactly what is happening. And I can't thank you guys enough. But uh, the next one after Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner will be the Branch Chain Amino Acid electrolyte pump mix. Uh, I also have a sleep a, a ZMA sleep aid coming out, a weight gainer. Also, again, everything sweetened with stevia. Uh, we have the multivitamin coming out, a joint and tendon formula, and a brain formula. Along with also, once this is all to a certain comfortable level, uh, the proteins I'll be making available in the five-pound tubs, along with the weight gainer after after we the two-pound releases. Uh, kind of get let them get over, and then then we go ahead and we we expand upon that, and um, it, it's it's really cool and, and really fun for me to be doing this. Um, the supplement industry it, it's filled with a lot of shit, guys, and uh, this is what has always bothered me. Uh, like I've always told you, the world revolves around making money. Unfortunately, um, the supplement industry they found that keeping the formulas dirt cheap. And uh, promising health and and all this other stuff and and a better body uh, through different chemicals and different different supplements that they could they had great profit margins and uh, they don't care they're selling you shit and that's not to say every company's doing that but there's a lot of them doing it and uh, that was for me why I started creating my own formulas years ago is because it just I look I would look at a lot of this stuff. And uh, look at the prices I was paying on it. And, well, well, that shit has poison in it. And none of those, that has that chemical in it. And that has that thing in it, that stimulant in it. And, and that stuff's not good for you. So why am I taking this? It makes absolutely no sense. And um, I'm sure they don't like guys like me coming along. Because like, I, I, straight up, everything is about making money in this world. But I believe doing it in the best way possible 
is the greatest thing to do. Sell or be sold, but when you're going to sell, sell the appropriate way. Sell what you believe in, sell your passion, uh, and sell with responsibility. And that is what Feed Me More Nutrition is. So uh, thank you guys for hopping on this journey with me and uh, just going one day at a time. And your Amazon reviews are greatly appreciated. Uh, if you if you purchase the supplements, uh, purchase... Blah, 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 blah. A little tongue twister right there. If you purchase the supplements on Amazon, uh, please leave a review, guys. Uh, it greatly helps the cause. And um, I'm really excited about all this. I can't wait to get this fat burner out. You guys are going to love it. Um, weight training this week, everything with the back and shoulder. I'm uh, beyond thankful. Um, this doctor that I, I came across here in Las Vegas, Dr. Baumgartel uh, with Nevada Spine Clinic, he has um, essentially given me a new body after I avoided surgery and uh, through the use of, of stem cells, uh, fat cells and bone marrow stem cells, uh, my back has never felt better. And I can't, my, uh, it's, been, it's been years since my back has felt this good. And uh, I still have about four months to go as far as the stem cells working and regenerating. So it's really exciting to see progress this fast and to be able to return to the ring and feel good doing it and not be in pain. It's when you're in pain, I can't, I can't, especially if you have back pain out there, you know, it, it, it fucking sucks. It's, um, it kind of just weighs you down in, in, in all areas of life. And, and I always remain optimistic and positive, but it's now feeling this good. It is, I just makes me realize um, how thankful I am to be alive during this, this period of time where, you know, if this was just five years ago, uh, this isn't an option for me. So it's uh, thank you to Dr. Baumgartel. The shoulder is, is, is improved so much. And uh, it, it was a little, that was in really, really rough shape, as I've told you guys. And uh, the cartilage is regrowing around the shoulder joint. But that cracking and everything I was getting is has been greatly diminished. And uh, I'll probably end up doing one more round towards the end of the year. But not stopping anything. Just getting, so I have six more months of healing and to just kind of let it just keep healing while I'm doing my thing. And um, so if you have any knee, back, shoulder injuries, and, and my insurance covered this, check with your insurance company. Look for a good stem cell doctor. They, they're everywhere now. And, uh, and look for that bone marrow stem cell treatment, guys. I'm telling you, it, it's no, they don't cut you open. It's just, it's just injections they put you under typically. Um, but you wake up. And uh, you, you feel like you, you're a little out of it from the anesthesia and everything, but it's um makes me glad I did everything I did, just getting away, walking away when I did last year uh, to do what I'm doing. And, and obviously this stuff was not expected. I thought with some time off, this stuff would kind of just go away. That wasn't the case. And um, it's good I got to address all this and just get everything all fixed up because... Um, it's gonna. I'm 35. I got. I got a lot of years ahead of me, and essentially, those were the only two issues I had going on. And and now the back is completely healed, and the shoulder I would say is 75, 80 uh, percent as far as the the work capacity on it. So, um, it's exciting. Exciting things are in store for the big guy moving forward, as far as wrestling goes, and and what I choose to do with that moving forward. I should touch on. It's been some time. We I. We had the old dating tales of the big guy there for a while. And um, obviously me and, and Priscilla, the ex, uh, we were kind of on and off. And I was trying to, to, to make that whole situation work for little Sonny. 
Um, I love that little guy more than anything, but um, sometimes when two people are not meant to be together, you just can't force it. And uh, even if there's a, an amazing little dog in the mix and hopefully one day Sonny will be back uh, as far as uh, being allowed to uh, have him here on a more regular basis. But the, the big guy's search for love continues. And uh, I'm actually getting ready to, after I get done recording here, I got to go pick up a lovely, beautiful woman named Paloma that I have been talking to for a while. And I actually met her during a WWE fan access, uh, WrestleMania in San Jose. And uh, when we were in that San Francisco, San Jose area, uh, a couple, two, three years back, and, uh, and just always stayed in contact. And we decided she li- actually lives in Orlando. And you figured, what the hell? You only live once. What the fuck am I waiting for right now? So uh, we're flying her out here for a few days, spend Labor Day with her. Going to go to the Chappelle show here and uh, tomorrow evening and just see how that all works out. It's all about repetitions. You just got to put yourself out there. And uh, the big guy refuses just to settle down with anyone. So hopefully Miss Paloma is uh, in store for a great time here. I don't know what I just meant when I was saying that Jesus Christ that came off completely awkward and wrong. But um, outside of that, guys, I would like to throw in a little plug for the Feed Me More merchandise on Amazon. We have a lot of cool designs on there. If you type in Feed Me More on Amazon, all the different shirts will pop up. Or if you just click on on one of the shirts and then click on the Feed Me More highlighted area on that page when you click on a shirt, all the other shirts will come up under one page for you there. And, and we have more designs being worked on uh, on all that. So, But we have a lot of the Feed Me More nutrition stuff along with some of the wrestling shirts on there as well. And with that being said, guys, we'll get some real plugs in here. And Pat Buck, it was his turn to pick the song. And, you know, I could have could have uh, done things my way here since he's not here. Oh, what song do you want to listen to, Pat? Huh? Huh? I can't, I can't hear you. Uh, but, but rather than being that way, it's he went with Chariots of Fire. So Shining Wizard Eddie. If you could fire up those chariots for the big guy, I would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. For all fan mail, please send it to P.O. Box 752-740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Feed Me More Nutrition. Available on Amazon, feedmemore.com, and in Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition and Wise Chiropractic. We have some great specials still going on on feedmemore.com. Those aren't going to be lasting too much longer. We're going to, we're going to be uh, discontinuing some of like the one buy one protein, get the other one half off, or buy the, the Wake Up Unlimited Energy and get a free shaker bottle. Those are still going on. The buy three test boosters, get the fourth free, and save some money on feedmemore.com. But as always, always on Amazon. You got the free Amazon Prime shipping on there. So, so check those out, guys. Uh, I greatly appreciate you supporting the cause. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by myself, the big guy Ryback Reeves, available on Amazon, on Amazon, in paperback, Kindle, and Audible form. Be sure to check out, I got the new workout shorts and pants, the Feed Me More Nutrition workout shorts and pants up on feedmemore.com, along with the tank tops as well. We got the new Feed Me More goal boards on Amazon, 
Those are $15.99 now, and uh, you get the free Prime shipping, so you can save on shipping. If you have if you have goals, visions, you want to write them down and hang it up. They're great for kids, teaching them the importance of setting goals. If you just want to write it in a notebook and that works for you, that's just fine as well. I like to personally hang things up, and I've had great success doing that. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. You could save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUY. Their website, guys, is fuelmeals.com. Discount code THEBIGGUY to save 10%. Holosync Meditation, the meditation program I use by Bill Harris, who's also in The Secret. I've used it for years since my ankle injury. That link is up at feedmemore.com. The official Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook is at Feed Me More Nutrition. And follow us on Twitter for this podcast at CWTBG. We've got two shows coming up this week, which Pat, I'll make sure he goes ahead and gets those in there for WrestlePro Friday, September 8th and Friday, September 9th. Um, Create a Pro Wrestling School Friday, September 8th. And we're in Rawway, New Jersey, Friday, September 9th. We got Bobby Lashley, Tommy Dreamer, Hornswoggle, uh, and myself. And I'm actually taking on AR Fox for that one. I'm really, really excited about that. And uh, I'm a big fan of, um, of AR Foxes. And I uh, think we could really, really do some cool stuff together. So, And I'm going to beat the living shit out of them. So... It's, uh, that's what we got coming up, guys. I'm going to go ahead. We're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, me and the Buckster will be reunited. Probably two drinks deep and you'll, you'll hear the change in tone. All right, guys. We'll be right back. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice ice cold soda every now and then. But you hate the empty calories and artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zebia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially stupid or harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safe soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 flavors of soda, 4 flavors of sparkling water, and 4 flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Don't forget to tell them Mark for Life sent ya. All right, we're back. And hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties uh, from earlier, and uh, we'll get the issue we had resolved. One one of the Rybuckers out there alerted me to something on Twitter. So I've never, I've only gotten piece four pieces of fan mail my entire life. They've actually sent them to my school because I mean, why would I? They're not going to know where I live. I don't have the exposure. You know, I was never in a major wrestling company. This arrived at the school the other day, and mind you. Um, most of the most of the letters that come in are are most time for Hawkins, but then I see my names on it, so I'm like, oh, what is this? A bill? And I, I open it up. Here's the letter. Let me read this on air because it was a very nice letter. Dear Mr. Pat Buck, my name is Todd Hamilton. Now, that made me laugh because there is a movie called Todd Hamilton. Uh, so, but I, I assume that's this guy's real name because he signs it on the bottom. So anyway, my name is Todd Hamilton, and I've been a big professional wrestling fan since 1992. I am 30 years old. 
I remember hearing about you training in uh, OVW about a decade ago. I saw you compete a couple times as an enhancement talent for WWE against Crime Time in 2009. I best remember you as the co-owner of PWS. I came to a couple shows in 2014 and 15 in the Rec Center in Rahway and even came to a show in July 2015. Uh, from my understanding, the company is gone or has been renamed. I was very confused and sad about this, but I believe you are still involved in the wrestling business. If you do compete, please tell me what organizations you compete in because I'd love to attend more wrestling shows. Uh, and then he, he puts over PWS and said he had a great time coming to the shows. Um, I hate current WWE. I stopped watching around 2010. Indie wrestling's much more better. Please sign my card and sign with uh, and the side with the ring. You can fill out the back if you want to with your your name. Uh, if you have anything extra you want to give me, such as a signed card, I'd I'd appreciate that. Thanks for your time, Mr. Buck Todd Hamilton. So I was like, oh, what a nice little thing. He found the school. He wrote me a letter, and I made sure I signed the little card. He uh, so I I sent this thing back. And I thought nothing of it. And I felt bad because it was always it was in my car for a couple weeks. Uh, but then I was like, oh, fuck, let me mail this. So I mail it. So one of the Rybuckers online, his name's Chris Mercado 23. Thank you. He's on Twitter. He goes, hey, Pat, I saw this on a forum page, a wrestling autograph forum page. Apparently, you're a jobber with a terrible signature. People are unappreciative. So this motherfucker goes on a wrestling autograph forum. And here's here's the subjects, this wrestling collector's by Wrestle Vessel, which apparently is Todd Hamilton. I got my autograph back from that jobber Pat Buck today. Terrible signature, too. And then it says that he mailed it on July 19th and received it August 28th. The guy wrote a fucking printed letter, finds my school, sends it to the school, compliment, has gone to my shows before, puts in a little autograph card, gets it back, and then goes online to tell people that I'm a fucking loser and my signature sucks. I was trying to find this guy all day on Facebook, like this motherfucker, Todd Hamilton in New Jersey. It just kicked me in the dick. I was like, wow, this is genuine. You know, I've only gotten a couple of these things before. It's really nice. And then, fucking A, man. Piece of shit. I'm assuming, I, I, I hope he fucking, I hope he gets a nice little paper cut on the autograph I signed for him. And his fat diabetic fingers get cut off. Ugh. Fuck you, Todd. Stupid name. Do we have any news this week, Pat, in the wrestling world? Well, I'm not sure we uh, we spent the last 10 minutes trying to figure out how we're going to avoid a panic attack, hoping we didn't lose the first 50 minutes of the show. Did we talk about the boxing yet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, we were about to get into it, and then I looked down, and my podcast equipment was completely shut off, and the plug was out of the wall, and uh, we just recorded, I think, 45 or 50 minutes, and it was working. Everything was on. And uh, we had to just take a quick time out and go back. And it's showing that uh, the podcast, the, the file exists that I recorded on, but nothing is there. So we, uh, we have our work cut out for this later. If not, I apologize. You guys are going to hear me talking for 20 <laughs> or 30 minutes this week to start the show all by myself because I'm not going to drag you back into this. <laughs> this is my biggest fear doing this. It, we do this and it's such a real natural conversation. I, I hate. Let's be honest. We hate each other completely. We don't ever want to do this more than once. By this week. point, yeah, it's but been, uh, it's been a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's uh, you're married to two different people in two different ways. So uh, no, but man, hell of a fight this this past week, huh? Yeah, I had fun watching it. I mean, it was a spectacle, and I think 
again. Where'd you watch it at? Uh, I was over in Fire Islands. Over uh, we were. Uh, it's a uh, islands. We took the boat over. Uh, had a we rented a house and watched it with a bunch of people. All, all Irish people? No, no, no. It was a mixed bag of people. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know what people's. Maybe it was. It, yeah, it was all white. What one white, one Hispanic? There you go. Uh, but we just watched the fight, and I enjoyed it. The thing we tried watching on the UFC app, and that that crashed. So we were. All, I heard about that actually. Yeah. I was watching three quarters of the fight through my phone on Periscope of watching really yeah i i that's like the easiest way to steal or stream we were trying to order trying to give our money our 100 bucks and we couldn't get it working finally the fight came on the tv dare i say right i think maybe like right before the first round so you know i enjoyed it so yeah people take their periscope and just film the tv sure and that way they get like, you know, they'll get a couple thousand on their channel. And if UFC catches wind of it, they shut their thing down. I don't know if he gets suspended from Periscope. I know a lot of people stopped using it. I feel like it was very popular, then went right away. I quit even doing things on it. I don't even think about it. Like I deleted my Twitter or the account anyways, but I have the Periscope. But I, I was like, I was doing a few little videos when I first left. I was like, eh, I don't really like it. <laughs> I went through Twitter. I was like, you know, the fight, Periscope click on someone's link and I'm, I'm watching it because I couldn't fucking order because of the stream. So if you ever get in a situation where you can't, uh, you know, it is stealing, but couldn't, couldn't order it. Couldn't see <clears> it. So you tried to pay and you couldn't is what you're, but, um, yeah, the app thing crash. I actually ordered it at the house. I, um, and I put on my, my feed me more boxing shorts and shoes and my gloves and, uh, I shadow box the entire time watching the fight. <laughs> Just, I <laughs> know. I had the dad over with he brought his dogs and um, I had a good time. It was uh, I had some Buffalo Wild Wings, which, by the way, have you I know they have Uber Eats, but they don't deliver. Uber Eats doesn't deliver in the area I'm in because I'm so fucking I stay away from people and mankind. But uh, Postmates delivers to me and uh, I'm a big Postmates guy. I get Buffalo Wild Wings deliver on the reg uh, to myself out here. Have you ever used them? I don't use them in New York. Seamless is the big one. And uh, I mean, because I'm surrounded by, dude, I, I, a restaurant or a deli or some sort of food every, you know, every 20 feet, every 10, 10, everything is here. So seamless, yeah. I put in my thing, I put in my little tip and they bring me, they bring me what I want. And I don't have to leave my apartment. Seamless is great. Postmates, I noticed, because I know like a, you get 20 wings from Buffalo Wild Wings, and it's you're spending, I think it's about 20 to 23 bucks uh, for that order. And, uh, but with Postmates, it comes to overall, it comes to anywhere from like 45 to 49 bucks by the time you leave a tip. Mm. I don't know. It, it, it's a little bit more expensive to do that, but you don't have to leave your house, which is a nice thing. Yeah. But, I sometimes it's just down the road, so I don't mind shooting down. But I had it delivered that night, and uh, I ordered. Man. Let's cut you off. I ordered frozen yogurt from, from Seamless, yeah. <laughs> which is like, a really true piece of shit move. Jesus, because oh. normally me and the wife, you know, every Sunday <laughs> or every most time is every Sunday in summertime. We'll walk over, get some frozen yogurt, pick our toppings, you know. And uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe it delivers. And so I'm picking at the toppings. 
So this fucking delivery guy has to come over on his bicycle or moped, deliver me my frozen yogurt before it's melted. I'm like, Holy man, shit. I am such a piece of shit. Like he, he just looked at me angry. Like <clears throat> he knows you're not tipping good for that yogurt either. I the... always, that's the thing though. 20%. How do you feel about 20% on delivery though? On the whole food I, bill? It's, I don't, that's man. And I feel like a lot of places, I like when you go out and sit down and, and I always tip uh, because I was a server and have went through that. But the thing that sucks is um, every like a lot of places like for instance there's a Capriati's it's a sandwich shop here in Vegas and, and I went there the other day and got a a little deal and uh, like they they put they they have tips for that like whereas what what the way the, what angers me is not the people working it's these restaurants don't pay their employees what they should pay them and then they put the goddamn tip thing on the thing to try to make them like. So that the people that work there get angry at the customers if they don't tip them. Like they, they put tip things on everything now. Sure. Things that never and and there's some things that it, it's warranted on. Some things that I feel it's not. Where I feel like it's the that that business's responsibility to take care of that. But it's uh, I, I can't wait. There's going to be Seven Eleven. I'm telling you. I mean, this is the way we're going. Where they we they're going to have the tip on the Seven Eleven fucking receipts mm. for paying like. You know, they, that's the way. It, that's the way businesses are going. They're saving money by making sure that people. Oh well, they, they, your your job relies on tips. You know, it's god damn. It is. It's out of hand. But it is um, popping up more because I noticed I went to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, way more. And I get I get my coffee and uh, I'll get the the egg white turkey sausage flatbread things and just eat the fucking meat like a psychopath. So this happened. You'll appreciate this. Uh, I always give at least, I always give a tip there too. You know, a buck here, a buck there. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker, man. I I give tips all around. And uh, so as the lady's handing me my, 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 uh, what should I call it? My food, I open up my wallet and I take out the money and she can see that I'm about to tip her. And I see the one and I go to put it into the tip cup and I make eye contact with her and she makes eye contact with me and I look down I go, oh shit, it's a $10 bill but I'm already extending my hand out there to tip. You know what I mean? You extend it back, bring it back in, reel it in, brother. What but, are you doing? That's a $10 could, bill for I, I a Dunkin' Donuts. F- I could feel her energy like, oh my God. He's she tipped. got excited. She got very excited. So I'm, I'm like a Larry, like a, it's like a Seinfeld situation. I'm oh. like, if, I, if I pull my hand back and give her a dollar, she's going to think I'm such a piece of shit. But if I leave this here, I'll have good service whenever I come in here and I'll be that guy. So I left it there. I, I, I gave the 10 bucks. I didn't want man. to. I, I did it out of the worst reasons. I'm like, you did it. You, you did it out of fear rather than of wanting to actually give her the $10. I was so fucking mad. I was like, oh, that's 10 bucks. Be mad at your eyes. They deceived you. You thought you saw a one and it was a 10. They tricked you, Buckster. <laughs> Jesus, she's gonna have high expectations now. She's gonna be mad at everybody that tips her a dollar because they're gonna. It's like it's you gave her great sex, and everybody else is just never gonna live up to what you gave her. And 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 when I come back there, are they gonna expect a ten dollar tip every time? I think I buried myself. You're, you know? Yeah, you're. I would just go to a different location. Fucking chalk it up as a loss all the way around. That happened to me a couple you, times where I try to be the good person, and then I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Like at weddings. My big thing to do is you find the bartender early, 
and you give them like 20, 40 bucks to the bartender because it's a normally open bar. That way yeah, yeah. they're always taking care of you. But I've done that during the cocktail hour and I've tipped and the bartender's like, oh, thank you. But then a lot of times they rotate bartenders or it's not the same person during dinner because a lot of them double dip as servers. And then you go back to the bar and that guy's not there. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. I just gave 40 bucks to a dude. Too much. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 banking on the fact that he's going to be there all night. But if you've learned he's not, you can't do that then because you're you're really playing Russian roulette there with your drinks. I'm just a madman. Man, I'm you got yeah you got to give the ten out of love if you're doing it. I would have pulled it back because I I would have known it's not out of love. <laughs> I, you can't you can't do that, man. Uh, you've lesson learned, everybody. If you accidentally pull out the wrong bill, there's nothing wrong with. I'm sorry, that's the wrong one, and just give her a nice smile and hopefully, you know, hopefully that makes amends with everything. But I'm sorry, no way, this was for you. Fuck you. Here's your dollar. Look. It's just coffee, ma'am. <laughs> Look, your donuts aren't that good. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Here's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just put them in a bag, okay? Um, no. But, uh, man, no, I love the fight. I thought it was uh, – I'm happy for, for, for both Connor and Floyd. I thought it delivered on, on, on all aspects, and I thought Connor went out there and represented himself well. And uh, it could have been one of those things. He's going into a whole other field, a whole other profession. Granted, it's a fight game. But it, it, and he, he is a mixed martial artist, and Floyd is, is arguably the best in the world, the best defensive boxer. Um, just the, I like both guys. Floyd's a Vegas guy, and uh, Connor's a fucking secret guy, law of attraction guy. And uh, I think I, I admire Connor for having the courage to, granted, he made a shit ton of money, but uh, he, he, he could have went out there and, and looked horrible, and he didn't. No. He, he, he went out there, and that's a lot of people don't understand. That fight was taken on short notice, and he went out there and represented himself great. And uh, he didn't win the fight, and fatigue got the better of him. And uh, Is that some new Kawasaki 500 what team? What the uh, fuck? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know if Kayentai is going by the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> but he... Uh, and, and, and Floyd, Floyd is... There's a reason why he's 50-0. and 0. And uh, he had a game plan, and and, and I'm, as I'm sure Connor did, but and and just from I boxed and I do that regularly. It takes a great level of conditioning, and and when you go out there and then you're fighting under the lights with that with with millions of people watching you. Which by the way, they broke the pay per view record. Which did Vin say the pay per view business was dead before? Did he? Probably. Yeah, I believe <laughs> I believe he did. Uh, it's not dead. Apparently, they did 6.5 million buys. Um, is that what it's up to? A, I, I knew when it was up to five. I didn't know they did six point five. I, the the last that I heard it was six point five million buys. Okay. Um, and and that's again take that for what that's worth. But I mean, charging a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, it's like the, double the normal price of a UFC. Fuck. And uh, they they doubled the price. And wow. I believe the record before was I don't know if it was uh, Pacquiao, Pacquiao and Floyd yeah. mm-hmm. was uh was around four. Four million or four point five million buys. I'm not they, sure. And they, they, whatever. They essentially they broke it by over two million buys. So it's and, and again, people and I don't know what the buzz is on social media. People, if they're talking shit or not talking shit. I loved it. I had a great time watching it. I thought it was worth every penny. And uh, at the end, Floyd came out on top. And I too, I would have liked to have seen. 
just because Connor, Connor coming from the MMA world where they, they tend to finish fights, guys go, you know what I mean? It's a little more on the, br- br- the brutality is a little more on that end. I felt like I, they called it a little bit early. I mean, it's, it's he, a- I, I, for me, I, I, I feel like I, I wanted the closure. If he was going to go down, I wanted, because you never know until it happens because he was, he'd gotten to clench a couple times and. In the round, I don't think they had that long left to go, right? No, I mean he even said it, he was tired. He's like, I wasn't, I wasn't damaged. I was fatigued. If, he was. If he was you tired. listen to him speak at the end of that fight, he seems completely coherent and yeah. And, and it's he he took some shots. So, but again, he he got he got that uppercut on Floyd. We were wearing those gloves, even though they they dropped into eight ounces. It's it takes a significant shot to. And I don't know. It's Floyd. The the fight was stopped, and I understand the reasoning for doing it and the protection of the fighters. And uh, I I enjoyed all of it. I wish, and I think for him too. He's he's a he's in there, and, and they're fighting in their minds. They're fighting to the death. Connor. That's like he's all about that fucking mindset. I would have liked to have seen him. And I get what he's saying when he says, you know, he wanted to go down with the shield. Just fucking like put me down. I I think he he was close. Yeah. But it, it never it, it got stopped before we got that. But it, again, at the same time, there's been in boxing guys that that have suffered brain injuries and things from one shot. Mm-hmm. So so you can't blame that referee did the right thing at the same time too. So, but I, I get where Connor's coming from, and and nothing but respect is being given both ways. And I think Floyd knows too that Connor going in there and going into that profession and performing that the way he did, you know. It was. I think that was a tremendous feat in itself, and the courage it takes to leave your field in his field, and and, and he's very confident in his field that he would dominate Floyd. But to go, you know what? No, I'll come to your, I'll come to your arena, and I'll do it. I'll do it in your field, and uh, and he backed up everything he said outside of winning. So he just, it was uh, Floyd was the better man, and I loved it, man. He had a lot of money, and everyone got over. His family is well taken care of for the rest of their lives. His cute, so, cute little kid in a three-piece suit that he had, which was awesome. I think it, man, it, if you ever listen, and again, a lot of people, and they have their opinions on, uh, on everybody and whatnot. If you ever just go watch, like, go watch his, his Law of Attraction video on YouTube or go watch, like, a real interview with him where he's just being himself, he's not selling a fight, you get a better, like, you get you get a better look at him as he, who he is as a man. And, uh where he was five years ago and the power of, of positive thinking and, and believing in yourself is truly, truly how powerful it is. And But he knows how to sell fights. That's what he does. That's what Floyd does. So if you're angry that they sold you on the fight and like they're like, well, he didn't win. He said he was going to knock him out. Yeah, he sold you on the fight. And he backed it up and he went out there and performed very well. He didn't get knocked out in the first, second, or third round. Rounds he actually probably won. It was just... Uh, it was cool, man. I was happy for both participants and that, that the fighters are making the level of money because the promoters are making out well, too. Sure. So and I think it was that, a cool uh, thing. Um, most, of the, most of the feedback, people were pretty content with the fight. They, they, saw, they saw a fight. They didn't see it one way. And I think most people walked away from it like, oh, that wasn't bad. That was kind of good. Like, people weren't shitting on it, I feel like. That's good. I hope they weren't because it was, that was one of those rare things in life that was uh, actually delivered yeah. on everything and it, they're charging a hundred dollars for it and i thought those guys gave you 10 fucking good rounds and it was uh for connor never fighting professionally yeah he just went in there with the bat one of the arguably the best of all time or one of the best of all time and performed very well so it's uh 
at that one particular skill where it, I thought it was cool, man. I enjoyed all of it. So, All right. Something else had happened this week. I don't know if you saw this. A, uh, it may be a planned fight that turned a little bit real in the wrestling industry. Sexy Star Wait, and Rosemary. What? <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Wait, no. It's not real? So apparently, Sexy Star locked in that armbar, oh. Mark, and just kept pulling and pulling and uh, went into business for herself and tried to hurt Rosemary, which... Or, uh, yeah, it's Rosemary. That's it. I don't know if you saw is that, that. So, is that a legit thing then? Because you, what's the deal with all this? What's I mean, going on. From, Did she break her arm? No, I think. I mean, I watched it back, and it what it looked like. Oh, it is. It, there is a video online. There's a video of it, and it. Oh, I, okay, I have to watch that. I haven't seen it. What you see is you see her put on, uh, you know, an arm bar. Basically, I I don't know the word for it. I, what's a it's not a true, there's multiple arm bars, but just a straight arm, you know, lay back and pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A traditional MMA style arm bar, which is really hard in wrestling because your arm is so vulnerable when it's straight. And that's when, and I don't know, I've always, I've always been the believer if your arm goes straight, you got to tap pretty quickly because that's what people are conditioned to, you know, like Del Rio's yeah, yeah. arm bar or whatever it is, whoever uses the arm bar. Um, and she's in yeah, the, because it's, it's not one of those holds that you can, work it from that when the arm is straight because in, in real life you, it, your arm is about to break really quick if you yeah. leave it there for too long if they get that leverage on you yeah they get the leverage and it's just at the right angle like your arm will yeah. go so you got to fight it by grabbing your wrist but her arm's straight Fuck. She, she must not have been very good at the hold if she couldn't break it <laughs> so <laughs> as if that's a real thing so she taps out and then you see sexy star kind of just violently keeps pulling back and pulling back and pulling back and you can see Rose, uh, Rosemary's in like a lot of pain. And it just, yeah. it, it didn't seem, when I heard about this, I thought it was like a bigger spectacle before I watched the video. You can still tell like she tried to, you know, was, was doing something incredibly dangerous. And from what all the stories and all the people there kind of account for, that she did do it intentionally. Um, and just uh. in really shitty, poor taste. You hear a lot of positive things about Rosemary and, uh, sexy star has kind of been outed by everybody and doesn't seem like she's real apologetic towards it, which is kind of bizarre. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really comment on this as far as, uh, because I haven't seen it and I don't really know what's going on with it. There's just, uh, if I don't know if they have an issue. If there is, you, you typically, you know, you wait to go to the back to take care of that. If, um, if that's the case that that's like you told, if you told me again, this is just, that look, we need, you got to go out there and wrestle CM Punk or John Cena tomorrow. Like in my head, I'm not going out there and fucking. You can't. You just don't. As a wrestler and coming in and, and learning everything I did coming in, it's not even an option. You just you don't do that when you have you have another human being's life in your hands. So mm-hmm. I don't. That it's really hard for me to like believe that they're. I don't know. I I really hope she didn't do that. I I I. I I don't know enough about it. Apparently, it's, there was more girls in the match. I don't, I don't know if it was a six-woman tag or, oof. but uh, that that sexy star you think was. The, you think the guys are bad guys? Women will always make things worse. <laughs> and <laughs> apparently, she would, she was getting into it with a different girl, and it just happens. You know, she 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 did it to two people. Like, kind of was starting with someone else, and I don't know what the fuck happened. But that makes no sense. If that's the, 
Because that, that girl's tagging with that girl. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Fuck. That's like turning a, a work into a shoot. Like, because you, but, oh, I don't even, God damn it. This is, I, Pat, I hope for her sake that that's not what she did. Because that, that is really bad. I don't see, as, uh, what, what's been the consensus online with the entire thing? Everybody is backed up. You know, Rose, Rosemary kind of wrote about the incident and saying how she, you know, was hurt unprofessionally and she didn't break anything, but she had it checked out like a, like a, you know, an arm sprain. Uh, and everybody's just out at sexy star. It, it completely, you know, uh, across the board, people tweeting at her, which I found like, like I get it. I get it to speak up about it, but I was just like, man, what is, what is an outside wrestling person think of that stuff? I mean, not that they're following or not following, but it's kind of a real black mark for wrestling. Stuff like this happens, and then stuff like that is kind of, I don't want to say leaked out, but it, 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 it makes wrestling look really kind of foolish. Yeah, I, I don't know why. And again, if there was an issue between, and maybe there's something going on that we don't know about, but again, you don't do that right then and there. If they're, no matter what, you no, just never. don't. Of course. Because, it, because it, the, the, the whole thing with wrestling is trust when you're in there and that's the only thing that wrestlers have with each other in there no matter what and uh because you're you're giving your body up and in in different positions at different times for the sake of the match and so i don't i don't know i i don't i need to look more into this too i don't i mean i honestly don't give a shit but it's whatever (laughs) like it's it's, it doesn't belong in wrestling that so and it just it it doesn't it doesn't look good on, on all accounts so and there's no, I, I'm just hoping for some sort of thing like that, that like it's all a made up thing and it never happened. Like she, that they, that was part of the match and it's just an angle or something. Like, I don't want to, no, I def- hope for definitely her sake. Isn't. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. I'm saying, I don't want to, I hope for her sake. Cause I don't see how she really, how does she recover from that? Like, as far as, uh. you know, if you do that to another, another person and then you get booked on a show to work another girl, like. Well, mentally, what the fuck is wrong with you? How am I going to trust you to go in there? Like, we're just not going to do any submissions then because yeah. I don't fucking trust. But again, in, any move, like, who's to say, like, I, what's going on in her brain to, like, I don't know. That's uh, it's a cowardly thing to have a hold on somebody and go, like, you know what? I have this hold that you let me put you in, and now I'm going to fucking break your arm. Like, eh. Well, the good news of all this is that she doesn't know how to break her fucking arm, so she, <laughs> you don't have to really worry about she. You might just be in little pain, but no true damage is going to be done at the end of it. So that might be her only saving grace. Is look, guys, sexy star likes to shoot. She's not good though. <laughs> good point. Good point. That might be sexy star. You're welcome. I just saved you some bookings. Look, guys. She, she's going to try to fucking hurt you out there, but don't worry. It'll just be a sprain. No yeah, no, just, no real ligament damage. Just going to say ouch, and you'll be fine later. <laughs> All right, something else. You know what I watched this week? I don't know if you saw this, but uh, I actually really enjoy it. The Mae Young Classic. Have you got a chance to watch that yet? No, I haven't watched any of it. Go check it out. It was, you know, I, I went in there with an open eyes, and it was refreshing. Did you see the Cruiserweight Classic at all? Ah, part of it. I watched a couple matches on it. The, the presentation is really good, and I, I, I thought it I was... I have very bitter memories towards cruiserweights with my way out of WWE with Kalisto, Pat, if you don't know. Oh, uh, it's still a sore spot? Still, it still hurt. I love Kalisto. I'm kidding, but it's... Uh, God damn it. 
Got but the better of me. Watching that was real fun, and I definitely maybe you can check it out. We'll talk about it next week. What did you like about it? Tell me about it. Let's go. You, this is the news. This is what. Yeah, about well, it. It was just refreshing to see a whole. Uh, the video packages were. I have a fucking Steve Austin Budweiser truck outside my house right now. Legit. I swear <laughs> to God. Okay, it's gone. Um, the. It was refreshing to see matches that the video packages were excellent. Um, the girls were, were talented. And then it just revolved around winning and losing. And there was no diluted, shitty storylines. Like there was no bad acting. There was no... I like I liked the storyline. Oh, I wanted God. to see. Fuck. You... Because when they do just the matches, then there's no they don't know how to tell stories when they're just the dry matches. They it's just a bunch did they no sell a bunch of moves or no? There was there was quite a bit of no selling to be honest with you. In fact Yeah, fuck them. The, That's what <laughs> No, the one, Not the girls, just in general to no selling, fuck them. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he knew Ryback says fuck you to the women for no selling. There was a lot of <laughs> there was definitely a, you know, a they were putting a lot of effort in, but there was a lot of more, I don't know how to put it. There was a lot of no sell. There was, but yeah, you can go out there and no sell for fucking an hour. If you want to, it means nothing. The one thing so, I, I got, I was, the, there was no, there wasn't a lot of big, of, some opponents were paired up with smaller opponents and I felt like yeah. everybody was the same size. Like nobody worked their side. The matches were very entertaining and the girls looked great. Things looked uh, I'm sure they're all extremely talented, yeah. But there was no respect for the different sizes a little bit. Like, everyone was working the same style of good. Every every match, I've only seen the first two. That's and- what every, not, not everybody, that's what I have, I'm telling you, there's just all accounts of anything. If you're 400 pounds of muscle and hit a guy with a power slam, a guy that's 180 pounds, well, oh, it's fake, I don't have to sell it. Like, no, you do. Mm-hmm. And you will like, but but people don't. That's up to the big guys to fucking enforce that shit, which and not shooting, but like you have to enforce that psychology because otherwise you let people take over shit that shouldn't be taking over shit. Every match, I just get upset a, over it. A lot of near falls, like there was no. That's the one thing that kind of like not took me out of it, but every match was. <laughs> I'm slowly you put it over to start, and I'm slowly getting you to now bury it. No, I I, I'm, I'm, I did pick it apart. I was like, okay, this is really good. Things I really enjoyed about it, um, but there were, there was a couple things like with every match was very competitive. Every match, which is great, two elephants fucking time after time. I it, would imagine exactly like it got to a Dr. point where Tom it's like, Pritchard, ladies and gentlemen, and the crowd with their fucking two sweet chants and every single match that was you know like the girls. You know how good. many casual people are watching that? Probably not a whole lot. Getting the network, not I would say probably none. Yeah. The one thing that, that that shocked me on this too, where I, that made my scratch my head, is ground and pound legal now in WWE? Is that a thing? I did it for an end before they. I had actually a little run with the ground and pound right before I. It was actually doing fairly well. There were a couple shows that it. I'm, I'm, so now I just ride back and rent and ground and pound is the new <laughs> thing. Yep, assholes. I did. Uh, I dare you to find somebody that does it better than me. It's uh, and then they. Crowds were getting with it, and then they told me to stop. Huh. So, what, but, what's the deal with it now? But isn't it that a rule you can't do it, though? Like, the ref is counting, yeah. correct? It They'll ha- pull you off. They pull you off, if you, I would believe. So, I'm watching this episode one or two, I forget, of the May, May Young Classic, 
and ground and pound is happening and they're putting it over on commentary and the ref's not doing anything. And it was like completely, it threw me off. I was like, oh, are, are we allowed to do this now? I, I just didn't know. Like, cause they change things all the time. And it, it was, it was different. Was it, was sexy star throwing the punches? They weren't worried. <laughs> Maybe she was just hitting the mat. <laughs> that could be the worst thing in wrestling though. Like that everybody does when people are doing ground and pound or just mounted punches Dare I say 70% of them look so shitty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when they go fast, it's like, it's a tough thing to make look really good. Go YouTube Ryback Ground and Pound and you tell me if they look shitty. I'm curious on what you think about my Ground and Pound. All right, I'll check it out. I do remember the hammer fist to the head. You do that, right? Was that uh, I, I had a little run with hammer fist too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, that, when I switched to trunks, I had a little run with Ground and Pound. And uh, you check it out, YouTube. You took the May Young Classic, and now we're talking about your ground and pound. <laughs> this is what, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't watched it, so I don't know. No, I'm sure it's great. I, I, I know some of the competitors in it, and uh, it's. Uh, I'm happy for everybody to have the opportunity and whatnot. Everything I just get. People get mad. Well, what, like it's it, wrestling has evolved. It's art. You you don't take you can't take away selling, but if. It, and all I can control is my matches I'm in. So if people want to just throw shit away, go ahead. But not saying they are. I need to watch it to be able to form an opinion on it. So All right. I don't know what else we had going on this week. I feel like it was a slow week outside of Raw or SmackDown. Or is there anything I have a lot of wrestling news I wrote down to prepare. I thought you were going to have one. I, thought I sent you the notes. I, I read a little bit, and then I forgot about them. So why don't, why don't you uh, lead this dance? I don't like leading the wrestling news, Pat. I like you informing me of the wrestling news going on because I don't, I don't know a lot about it. But what did, uh, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown. The only thing I went and watched because uh, I heard a little buzz about it was the Cena Reigns promo. Did you see that on Raw? I did see that. So you did or didn't well, see it? Or are you pretending that you I didn't did. see it? No, no, no. I did see it. <laughs> okay. I went, I went and watched it after just to see. And uh, I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed the whole thing. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah, no, I just think it was uh it's about time they let they do a a, a promo on things out of uh what people really think or whatnot. So it's uh I thought it I thought it was entertaining on all accounts and I know they mentioned something they were something uh Reigns they thought forgot his lines. I don't I didn't see in there where he forgot his lines. I'll, people t- pause and take their time all the time on different situations and uh and whatnot, but yeah, no, I I I'm, I like Roman. Roman's a good dude, and uh, I always got along with him really well. So, I uh, I hope he fucking beats John really quickly for creative purposes. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was looking. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. That's what you're looking for, asshole. Okay, cool. No, I thought Roman. I thought he could have been a, like he gave great answers when he was really feeling it. A couple times, you could tell he was kind of, you know, maybe he wasn't as prepared. But you know, what do you do in that situation? No, John. He, he, John's he his, a creative guy. John's a creative guy. He's been out. He's been there for a long time. He's been, he's been through this battle many, many times where he's been able to politically control it. And ah, this is one where I don't know. I don't yeah. know if he will. So, and uh, it'll be nice if he can't. So, one thing I saw too, I, I watched on Raw every week. I feel kind of bad for Kurt Angle because his theme music with the whole, the, like you know, he comes out. It's one thing if he's a heel, but now he's not wrestling, and you know that's fucking driving him crazy. You know that has to be like eating. because he's around. He's sitting at TV all day with all these fucking people around the writers, and he just has them. Like, like Daniel Bryan told me, it's 
<laughs> like the, the worst thing to be up there is just an on-screen personality <laughs> because then you just get your scripted lines and you can't you physically can't exert yourself uh. you just have to sit there it's like you want to just fucking you just it's not a good thing yeah yeah but he, picture, but i'm pic- sure i'm sure he's very unhappy so that but like mixed with coming out and like i get it the whole you suck everyone has a good time and he's just kind of like embracing it but do you think he's just like man i'm so fucking sick of this like i just want to wrestle or not be this yeah. happy smiley fucking general manager dude yeah because it's the shittiest job in the world <laughs> he, he, granted he's on tv but he, and eventually it will lead to him wrestling with like and, and, but it's it's a miserable day at the office sitting there just waiting for your lines and then it's just memorizing is all that it is and it's just stuff you wouldn't want to say and he has to do things he wouldn't want to do and he can't go out he's a warrior he likes to compete and he can't do that, right? Or they're not letting him do that or whatever. It's just so. But I'm sure he, he makes – he, the guy makes the most of every situation, and I admire that. He does a great job. I just Every time that music hits and he comes out and everyone's chanting, you suck, and he's smiling, embracing it, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. It, it, he can't love it that much. I don't know. He was such – he's such an on – such a strong on-screen personality and, and uh, used in a wrestling role did it so well. Mm-hmm. everywhere he went so it's it's just a different role for him right now and i think he will i think uh if eventually it'll all be worth it once he can wrestle again so i i think he, he makes the most of it. It, it it's that's just the way that it is now it's completely it's just that's what it is so i hate to let you down i don't really have anything else for this week big guy i have so much wrestling news that i wrote down for this week uh, Xavier Woods looks like he uh, escaped a major injury. He he seems to be, uh, I think it was a sprained MCL. Okay. I feel like a piece of shit because I have to go look at the wrestling things right before the show, and I don't like looking at those things at all to try to get some topics for tonight. Well, listen, I, I have been in... You've under-delivered heavily on me tonight. I've been training the youth of America in the gyms, flying back in my car to record this podcast. I can't... I did not make as many wrestling notes this week as I as I would have liked. I was too busy focused on the on the Vinny Awards. That's the Vinny Awards. I'm really looking forward to our main event tonight. You guys are really gonna, I think, really enjoy those. The uh, what are your thoughts on? And again, I haven't seen any of this. Enzo going to 205 Live. I think it's actually a really smart idea, and I think that yeah, people are so obsessed with his backstage heat, whether it's it's real or not real, but willing to believe it's real uh he paid ten thousand dollars supposedly for a ticket to this connor floyd fight for the ringside seats <sighs> he just knows how to rub people the wrong way but i again and he supposedly i think he posted a picture of the ticket with the price yeah. uh yeah uh not just i don't know what the uh he's just adding to maybe you know whatever i don't know what uh I, I could just tell you that early on into his career, he's not set by any means. No. So like, but they keep using him. They keep putting him on television, and he, he beat their big monster heel, Big Cass. <laughs> That's right. Came out on top in that program. He's rolling strong right now, but I mean, it doesn't last. It's like I always equate it to the Spirit Squad, and uh, I like him a lot. Nick Mitchell, Nikki. No, Nikki was Dolph, right? Yeah. Uh, Nick Mitchell Mitch. was Mitch. And uh, he, he wasn't as experienced in the ring as the other guys. 
And uh, he was blowing through his money at a quick rate up there. And the guys were like, look, it doesn't always last forever. Like, this run we're having doesn't last. Like, we're, we're working with DX. Like, we're, just, we're eventually not going to be working in the, in the main program. And, and no, no, man, everything's good. Everything's good. And, like, <laughs> eh, everything wasn't good. So it's, you got to, you know, I'm all for living life. But you also got to be a little smart with your money. From what I, from what I might be hearing, I hear that uh... – his number, his merchandise numbers are are pretty decent, and that's why they keep him on Raw. That his segments do fairly well, and that they're so if they hate the guy, they're still getting something out of him by putting him in some sort of thing every week. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll find those somebody to uh, replace the numbers with eventually, and uh, yeah, if they yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, and we will see so. Enzo at WrestlePro. And no, we, we, who knows? Who knows how that's gonna go? No, but uh, yeah, it's uh, he's on two hundred five live, and uh, I think that's a good little boost for that, maybe, and uh, for the for the hardcore people that tune into the network to watch it. <laughs> but I, I guess they could still use him on Raw, though. They use that. That's like they they do that with with a, a little a small circle of guys on that show, right? Like yeah. Neville and you got three hours to three hours to fill, and have they shine which a, a lot of light? But, What's up? By the way, it could be punishment to him by putting him on that and the fact that it keeps him on the road now for five fucking days a week instead of going four where he gets to go home after Raw. Okay. Where he now has to go to SmackDown. I'm telling you right now, and everybody that is up there knows, that five-day-a-week fucking sucks. The four days, it's doable. Five, you want to shoot your fucking brains out. It's Because hmm. you're never home. You're home a day and a half at most. So now he has to go to everything. Okay. Two t- Two TVs and be around the writers for two days, mm. and it just it is. TV, live events are cool. TV days, not so much. I know a lot of the two hundred five live guys for a while. I believe it's not this way anymore. Maybe it is for a couple of them. Would have to go to both TVs, then go to NXT and train in their off days. And if they're needed for things, they got to go back and forth. That's that's rough. Well, they got to teach them how to sell, Pat. Where else are they going to fucking learn it? These guys can sell. They just have to. They, they just don't. No, they're 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 trying to make them. They have not had a fair shake. They're talented athletes. They just have not been given, you know, either have them be different and ha- have them literally do no. How time. are they different though? Everybody like AJ Styles. Like he does a lot of that stuff, but he he sells and does other things because he was a defined character before he came in there. I mean, the perception or. You know, these guys need... To- I think he's done a good job of getting himself more over since he's come in, though. But he came in there with this... Ca- not- a little buzz, yeah, yeah. A lot of buzz. I mean, he was in demands for, you know, years yeah. and years and years. And uh, and that's that's the best case scenario. I'm talking about someone who's... A lot of those guys have not... This is their first experience on television, period. So, you know, what what do you do? They They... they you know, I you feel kind of... Not bad for them because they're all getting, you know... They're all employed and they're all doing their thing, but you know I what think, it is. The key is casual what? viewers. You got to make casual viewers like you, and if you can't do that, you don't belong in the big time. But that's not from no selling. That's from a lack of character, a lack of promotion on WWE's end. That's not from. I guys. don't know. Oh, I give me know. a fucking break. No way. Can't if I don't care about you and you're not selling. I don't buy into anything else you do. 
it's not but they're trying to make them sell just like everyone else and i think people are more disconnected than ever because like why should i care yeah because they're smaller guy? people don't care about smaller human things <laughs> you just said aj aj is 510 he's he's muscled up guy he looks good he, he works out tony nice is bigger than aj style no he's not yes, no he's he not you put them side by side he might be a little leaner he's not bigger i don't know about i that. i will argue with that all day long no way. I'm. I'm. Th- maybe he's a little shorter. That he's smaller. He's not. It's just that there's a size thing. AJ. AJ's just big enough for everything he does. He he's thick. He he's put on some weight. He looks like he takes care of himself up there. AJ's what? Tony. AJ's not six t- foot, right? Five. He's 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 bigger than you think. He's bigger than Tony Nese. I know that much. I don't know about that, man. I don't know if I can. If they hopefully they take a picture side by side at TV and they could put that out there for everybody. You're so you're wrong on them telling you. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's I'm pretty confident in my my words right here. <laughs> no, but I, I get what you're saying. It, they're in a tough spot, and they're they're if they're not exposed, they're a lot of them. Their 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 TV time is uh, they're put in multiple man matches typically. Mm-hmm. A lot of times on Raw, I feel like right, and then whatever they have going on. Like I've not, I've, I've not seen one two hundred five live ever. Okay, I, I just don't, I don't put it on. So even though I still got my free WWE Network, but I should check it. Maybe they pulled it by now, but they haven't as of the last time I checked. So like about a month ago, or whatever the last pay per view was. So, uh, other news: Vince McMahon turned uh, seventy two years old. Happy birthday, old man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was going to ask you about this. This is my final note because this happened after we recorded last week. What's the deal with Loki leaving GFW? You're an agent for them, right? Uh, yeah, but uh, they just haven't told me yet. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't work there. Uh, Did you fire him? Yeah, I fired Loki. I pulled him in and I was like, look, man. Actually, he was really good to me on um, the... I like Loki. On the la- on the the house shows that that I worked, he was uh, very complimentary and very cool, and and uh, I I like Loki a lot, and I think I think I, Loki is a tremendous performer. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I always I was with him at FCW for a while down there, and um, I always got along with him fine. I never had one issue with him. So, but, I know there's other things, but he's I think he's extremely talented. There's nothing he can't do. So they brought him back, and I think they had an idea for him to be more of a focal point for the X division because he kind of pioneered that and he was starting to feud in the main picture, the main title scene. And I think he wanted to be in that and low key. It's, it's really his way or the highway. He's man. That's firm in his beliefs. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. He, he, he's a proven dude and he's proven that he can go away and come back and go elsewhere. And, uh, he's, He's phenomenal. So it's he didn't want to be in the X Division apparently, and he wanted to be in the the main scene. From what I've gathered online, I I don't know. And he's okay. on his own accord though. Key definitely walked. <coughs> Key decided, hey, I'm out. So it wasn't financial. He's he left. Okay, more creative maybe. He just wanted different. He wanted to be used in a different capacity 100%, or hundred percent creative. Yeah, yeah. That's it's people are allowed to not agree on things. So. It's uh, nothing wrong with that if that was the case. So I'm sure he'll be just fine. He's he's a very talented wrestler. So 
that's it for me that I got on on my wrestling news, asshole. Since next that's week, all I got. I will be more prepared. I promise you. It's, um, but yeah, it's. Why don't we go ahead? We'll go ahead and take. We'll take our next break here, and we'll be right back, and we'll come back. We've got some reviews, I believe. Correct. We got a lot of stuff coming up, so stay tuned. All right. Hey everyone, in addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium? Whatever you want. If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the nature boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the nature boy. Woo, Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the nature boy, song autograph. Look as only can look. WrestlePro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, WrestlePro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, WrestlePro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at WrestleProOnline at Yahoo.com or simply check out www.wrestleproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. Okay, it's my favorite time of the week. It's time for uh, some reviews. Reviews of the week. Ah, those domestic reviews, our favorite time of the week. The one thing I found ironic, though, is uh, these two reviews are from Scottsdale, Arizona. I don't know why I found that, I found that ironic. Anyway. Wait you, picked, wait, you picked them, though, didn't you? Well, I picked them, but I just thought that was interesting that two different reviews were from Scottsdale. You know what I mean? We're grow- yeah, we're growing, uh, we're growing in the desert. That's cool. First one, Hungry for More by Hadouken Expert. Uh-huh. like I, him already. I never reviewed a podcast in my life, but compelled to review this one. I've been watching wrestling since 89, and I always thought these guys were some outer-world superheroes who would have nothing in common with us. But after hearing Sorry the, to disappoint you. <laughs> but after hearing the big guy and Pat, I was wrong. They're humans. It's just two blokes having a laugh and not taking themselves too seriously. Very entertaining and informative. Uh, motivational. And admittedly, when Ryback was in WWE, I wasn't a fan. But I think he's a decent bloke now. And it is one of those things, hard to believe, that this is free. And I wouldn't even mind paying for this podcast. Keep up the good work. Mm, that's a good point. That's maybe something in the future we should look <laughs> so into. charge you for this. Nah. Dollar ninety nine per episode. I wonder how many people would still listen if we did that. Not many at all. Great podcast <laughs> by Fraser Wilson. I've listened to this podcast from the start and find it many insightful and interesting and a great uh, find it's insightful and interesting and a great change for many of the other wrestling podcasts. Ryback and Pat give opinions and thoughts on wrestling, promoting, and the marks. 
During the run with WWE, I always liked Ryback, and I've heard more about the backstage politics and how he handled them. And how he handled them, I like him even more. Thanks, guys. Well, since this guy has been a fan of me, and uh, they both had kind words, I, I like both. Oh, um, oh I, made wait, a, I made a mistake. Did I say Scottsdale? I meant Scotland. Both of these reviews are from Scotland. I oh, do you want me to wait for you to go ahead and find the domestic ones? I, I hate when that happens, man. That's uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I hate it that you fucked up uh, <laughs> for your own sake. Do you want to go ahead and find the Scottsdale ones that you were looking for? I don't think there were any Scottsdale ones, but there sure is. What, heck... what? Are there any any close states nearby? All right, there's one domestic one. Here you go. I would like. Oh, I would like to hear. Be fair. Be fair. Number two, though, the if it where, where's it, Scotland? You said both of them are from Scotland, not Scottsdale. All right, I'm ten percent Irish, so I'm not gonna, you know. Well, Scottish is a little but, bit different than than Irish, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm seventy percent English. We're all kind of in the same vicinity, you know, all part of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the most Go handsome ahead. podcast of all time by Oh man, what a guy by Maltman seven two seven five. This podcast I like yeah. is the best around. The Such fitness the fitness tips are creme de la creme. It's my go-to yeah, when I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah, so good. The wrestling talk is pretty good. The best. Oh, thank you. The best part is is uh, the Vince impressions in the beginning. I can't say enough. <laughs> Pow. Can't say enough good things about the whole thing. Keep up the great work, guys. Best of luck to you and all your endeavors. So there you go. I don't know if you've noticed. I had a perma smile on this review. I this guy made me smile from beginning to end, Pat. Did you not notice that? For the people listening, they can't see. This isn't a. We don't record this on Google uh, Hangout or anything yet. We've not. We've not evolved the podcast. Too lazy yet. to figure it out. <laughs> it's. I, I just don't. I have so much fun doing this this way. I don't want people to see me. Like I, this is. I have. This is our safety zone. Like this is fun for me. I don't. I don't want a camera on me. I don't want. To, I don't want this to become an appearance. Um, where's this guy from again? Number three. Uh, it doesn't say, but he is domestic. He's in our country. Oh, it doesn't say where he's at. Oh, no. what, what was his name? Maltzman seven two seven five. It's hard to, to hate a guy that likes malt. Um, again, I don't I don't like to discriminate against anybody, Pat. But uh, that guy brought a smile to my face, which isn't always the easiest the easiest thing to do. And uh, I thank Maltman for that. And Maltman, you're our winner. Where you live has nothing to do with any of this, guys. You made me feel good about myself for that, so thank you. I tried, guys. I tried. Thank you for the UK reviews. I appreciate you guys sending them in. Thank Keep you. them coming, guys. You guys, you guys, everybody's on an equal playing field. I just want to stress, I can't stress that enough. And uh, email the big guy at feedmemore.com, Maltman, and uh, we'll get you all hooked up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's do some questions. You ready for them? Oh yeah, I, I this is actually becoming my favorite part of the show now because I have no clue what you're going to ask me. Whereas before, when I had you my Twitter them. and everything, I saw them. So I really this is like this is real as it gets, guys. This is fucking sexy star twenty four seven right here. <laughs> sexy star, your favorite wrestler now? <laughs> She's yeah, sexy big guy. Oh man, you guys would be a just, ha- hated couple on the internet. You and Sexy Star. I should I should look into doing fucking mixed tag matches with her, where we botch submissions time after time, and I have to just come in and do power moves. <laughs> God damn it! You can't break his arm. Let me try. Fuck! I can't do it either. Power bomb. 
Oh, one thing before we start questions, I I should have told you this. I I forgot. I I, le- I learned about this two episodes ago. Um, I want to give a quick a uh, or I don't know how to say this, but what? I don't know. You're. It's a sad. I moment. don't even have no fucking. Oh, okay. I, so, do you remember my story about the baby powder in the locker room? How I got into the fight with the guy. It's on an old. Yeah, episode. yeah. The Nigerian nightmares, right? I just learned that one of the 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 guy, the Nigerian nightmare, passed away. Oh no! Yeah, and uh, his name was Aaron Ganey, and the my my baby powder nemesis passed away. Uh, I just wanted to kind of, you know, give my condolences to his family. He was a great dude. He was he was uh, one of the only people I fist fought in wrestling, and we became friends after that. But uh, very sad. So rest in peace, what? Aaron. What did he pass away from? What had you know any details on the situation? Or he used to be very, very, very heavy set. I mean, okay, he he had to be over four hundred pounds, but he lost the weight. How he lost the weight, I don't exactly know. Oh, all right. Uh, I am hearing, and if anyone knows, I'll correct it on here. But I am hearing that he he had he felt he had a pretty bad case of diabetes, and then he had a couple amputations, right. and then all of a sudden, I thought I saw him last. June actually at a at Legends of of Wrestling, I believe it was June, and he looked healthy. So yeah. I don't know what happened, but he was a nice dude. He uh, even though I punched him in the face, I'm sure he's. We both laughed about it later on, and uh, rest in peace. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I was not expecting that. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. So I nothing but positive thoughts to the family on that and friends. Now to get this back up, sorry, let's continue on with questions. Apologize. On positive news, you punch like sexy star. I, I do. <laughs> I definitely do. He, the punch had nothing to do with the situation, ladies and gentlemen. Let's find the old question. Oh, here's a question from the... Vi- a lot of sexy star references tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a tryout with sexy star. I probably should have said this earlier. So... One of the last FCW tryouts, listen to this cast that was down there, because they only hired one person. They hired Tyler Breeze from this one. So it was me. Oh, he's on my list for one of my Vinnies. <laughs> me, Tony Nice, Sexy Star, A.R. Fox, Alex Reynolds, Joey Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think who else was kind of notable. Wait, was this that L.A. deal that you did that one time? No, the, no, no. Uh, totally separate thing. Oh, this was at FCW. Okay. This is one of the tryout camps. and Oh, wow. All of us were there, but I remember Sexy Star being there and doing all the drills in her mask. And I'm like, you know, she didn't speak very good English, but that's the only. She th- Mex- is she Mexican? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I like Latinas. That would be great. You guys would be a great couple. That might be, rather than going with Phoenix Marie for the endorsing the big guy on the independence, I go with Sexy, Sexy Star. Star. She doesn't wrestle, though. She's just a mouthpiece. I, that's how I get her booked. <laughs> Give me the big guy at feedmemore.com, sexy star. Oh, my we'll make God. It all right. <laughs> so here we go. First question from the Van, ahead, the Van Brony on Twitter. I got a question. This is, is going to make you laugh. So I got a question about the backpack stunner and what Regal said about it. Would, f- would falling to your knees fix the issue? <laughs> no, because the weight is still coming down onto your spine. How terrible would that be? Fuck. Now, now you're fucking up your knees and your back. Imagine it's, giving someone backpack stunner and going to your knees. Oh, it's, I wouldn't even. It's the weight is coming down, compressing your disc, and then you are stressing your ligaments and tendons in your knee. Yeah, 
Not a good idea. Moving on from NYR30 on Twitter. How much truth is there to the perception of The Miz and his cowardly style? Does he flat out refuse to take big bumps? I've never heard anything about Miz refusing to take big bumps. I never heard anything either. But when Daniel Bryan and Miz got into it on Talking Smack, Dan was kind of called his wrestling style kind of cowardly. I don't know if he wanted to say... I don't know. The the way he was explaining it, that's what I think this guy is referencing. But I think Miz is fucking smart because he stayed healthy and... He's been healthier than anybody his entire career and... I have I've been in there with the Miz time and time again, and uh, he even if I don't like I don't think Miz is is physically the specimen I am or, or to a lot of people the one thing the Miz has is heart and Miz and I've seen this I've come from tough enough with him mm-hmm. and I've seen this with him time and time again he he can turn it on with the best of them mm-hmm. and um, do I think he's the toughest guy in the world no but. Uh, he will go down swinging if it came to it. He, uh, even though like, and he'll go down every time, but he'll, he'll go down swinging. Um, but he, he, sorry to make mean to make you choke on that. Uh, I have nothing but respect for the Miz. I like, I like him a lot and I think he's, he belongs right where he is. And he's, uh, him and Dan again, that it's all fucking fake. Like I, even if that was, they're they're taking shots at each other. It's still in a fucking scripted environment. So, um, and Dan knows. Dan's wrestled Miz. Dan can go out there and wrestle with anybody, and, and Miz can put in time. And uh, I think this came from Talking Smack, where they were kind of. It was the script was it wasn't so scripted, so that's what got people interested. Or, wait, why do they think that? Because that's what they've read. It, it came across incredibly incredibly genuine where they were trying to one up each other and you can tell the wheels were going, but I still think they put it in a working capacity. Yeah. And I think in, in Daniel Bryan has nothing but respect for the Miz. Sure. And the Miz really helped him a lot early on. And, and, uh, and Daniel Bryan helped Miz too with everything and in escalating him. So it's, um, no, I think that I don't, I don't know anything about the Miz playing it safe. Miz. I've never, uh, encountered Miz saying, no, no, I don't want to do that. No, that's too dangerous. Um, no, I'm not taking that bump, brother. Like it's <laughs> Miz is fucking a warrior when he's out there, and uh, he's he's just not the toughest guy in the world. But he's fucking he'll go down swinging. From Dick the Bruiser on Twitter, what does Ryback think about Rich Piana and his passing away, and who does he follow as a pro bodybuilder? Uh, very unfortunate. Um, I don't talk a lot about the. So I, I I'm very. Um, and I, I talked to our buddy JD with Iron Attitude about this a lot more than anybody. So I've I've gone into the 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 supplement industry, and uh, I have a big problem with a lot of the supplement industry. And I don't believe in a lot of the way. I don't believe in. And we've seen this the past couple of weeks. Two guys in that industry, um, who whom have passed away, and it's very unfortunate. Nobody, death, and I, I believe death is a great experience once you've passed along. But uh, and for your family and loved ones and your friends and supporters and it's a tough thing to lose a loved loved one and um, I think he had a lot of issues and I think he had a lot of drug issues and uh, I don't know him personally I've never met him personally I think he tried to make the most of uh, life and uh, he he created a brand 
And I don't, I don't think he was the uh, sole owner of it. I think there were other people involved in that. Um, but I've heard various things on how he passed away and, and the issues he had. And I think the best thing that company can do from that brand standpoint is tell the truth is that the guy, he had issues, he had demons and, uh, he fought them over the years and, and his supporters helped him with that. And, um, but eventually the, 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 the addictions or the, the drugs over, overcame and, uh, and it was, um, it's unfortunate, but it, it's one of those, uh, I live a completely different lifestyle that, than that. Even though I'm in the supplement industry now, my products and my brand do not represent what he did. And um, I'm, an, I'm an, an entirely different entity than that. So, But it's, it's nothing but positive thoughts and, and, and vibes for him and his supporters and, and all that. And uh, you never, it's never, 46 is way too young to fucking die, man. Sure. But it's... It's uh, in Dallas was 26 Dallas McCarver. So, I mean, it's, but when you're in that field, that's what I, that's why I have the issue with drugs that I have is that, and you can sit there and say, you could spin it any way you want to spin it. Oh, I just want to be the best me. And you, you, you're, you're sacrificing your health and, uh, why not be the best you naturally and healthy and, uh, be a positive role model to everybody and the generations that come. And I think that's one of the things bodybuilding. That's why I told you I was surprised the rock got involved with the Mr. Olympia. I don't think he has any business being involved in that. And I think he's better than that. And, um, and, and everything. I just think it's with the youth out there and everything going on. And, uh, people look at you and, Oh, well he does that. And he's supposedly successful. Yeah. But he's also that you die a lot younger and, um, to have achieved greatness, you don't have to do drugs to achieve greatness. I think that's the biggest message. And I'm not, that has nothing to do with Rich Piana or anything of that, but I'm just in general, I just think, think bodybuilding and all that. They, I think they need to, to get away um, from all that. And Arnold's a big part of a lot of this. Arnold had a lot of success and admitted to doing steroids. And in his time, it was a different. I love Arnold mm-hmm. and I looked up to him. But I could tell you personally, for me, knowing that Arnold took steroids and hearing him talk about that played a great, had a great influence on me when I decided to do them for that brief period in my early twenties. Well, he did them. He's successful. I want to do them. I want to be successful. I want attention. And I think it's, you got to educate the youth to, to know that that's not the way that it needs to be. And, and, um, it sucks. It's a, it's a tough thing, man. And I, and I, it, it's just, it's too young to be passing away, so. From Frank Frank of the Myers on Twitter. I got a question! What is the weirdest storyline WWE's ever pitched you? Uh, not necessarily storyline. The, the out of the blue that I had no, uh, again, dealing with The Miz, was the one where, uh, remember where they had me quit against The Miz when he was kicking my leg against the ropes? No, I don't remember that. You go YouTube it. Miss has really figured out the formula of, of taking up the digital. Who is Ryback's match? match? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop the match! Cryback! No, he did. Yeah, yes, he, he did. did. No, he did. Cryback just waved off his own match. Listen to the fans' reaction here, booing Cryback for doing just that. Ladies and gentlemen, due to the fact that Ryback cannot continue, the winner of this match, The Miz. Wow. How do you wave off your own match? It was the the I uh, Road Dog and Finley came up to me, so and I could tell by their expression they were like 
laughing and they were like nervous on like the, because there was no good way. It was so out of the blue. It was after being feed me more ride back and then just turning heel. Mm -hmm. It was getting ready to go into the Jericho program. And, uh, they wanted me to miss kicking my leg in the corner where he puts your leg in the rope yeah. and starts kicking your thigh, your thigh meat, where I just, I quit, I quit, I quit, and they wanted me to look like a pussy. Huh. And I, I go, well, that sounds like a shitty idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, no, 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 but like here, this is Vince's idea, and uh, like Jericho's going to call you cry back, and we want it to catch on. And I go, but we just went from this. How are you going to go from that to this, like over, like in the course of a week? Mm-hmm. Like, it made, it just... T- and then it was just one of those things that I wish I would have not done in all seriousness. That was uh, the following week Vince apologized to me, me and him in the office. And because uh, I remember we – I don't remember the details of everything, but it was – we were – I was talking to him about a Seamus program potentially because me and Seamus really, really wanted to have a program. And uh, still to this day, was one of the guys I really, really wanted to have a program with long-term. And uh, because, because we've done live events and we've done a couple of TV deals and we work really well together in both physical and um, Vince just, ah, oh, that was a bad idea. I apologize. And it was literally the next week. It couldn't have been planned any better. Like it was, he knew full well what he was doing with that. It was just, it was absolute fucking shit. And I, I, I wish I just would never have done it. But oh, so you happened. think it was deliberately a bad idea? I, it's again, be, yeah. it was it, 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 the next week. How do you not know that it's going to be a fucking, from what we just did, to that it's okay. he knows full well what he's doing and it's it was shit so i got a question from andrew morris on twitter is uh key is both keto a permanent way to eat like vegetarian or vegan or is it more of a diet for a certain period of time and if so how long no i think it could be a very permanent thing i think the key is though is uh you're allowed to have your vegetables and everything and then i think eating vegetables are very important and uh it's i think having your carb carbohydrate days in strategically putting those in when you need your carbohydrates. I find myself functioning much better uh, on the keto diet. No, don't get me wrong. Like today's my carb day. I love my carbohydrate days and keeping my fat slow, but it's, um, I don't know what it is. It's something about the ketogenic diet. It, it, everybody's different. I, I, I don't, from what I understand, I don't see any issues doing it long-term. Um, but again, you should probably check with a, with a doctor on that, but it's, I think it's if you put your carbohydrate days in there on the on the right days that, that there's no reason why you can't continue it for for any significant period of time. I got a question. Uh from Mike Garcia, I like kettlebell workouts as part of my regimen. Do you use them or anything like the Indian clubs? Oh, I have a uh, I have clubs in my gym that I used to do for my shoulders, kind of like the not the big Persian clubs that Iron Sheik use, they're smaller ones but they're heavy. Uh from on it but I, I do use their Gorilla kettlebells. I have. I'll actually Snapchat them tomorrow. I do the. Uh, what's the the gimmick with the kettlebell? Where you, is it the thrust? Where you um, kettlebell swings? I yeah. apologize. I, I will do those on leg day typically. I didn't do them today. Now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, I did go up to 385 for multiple sets, three sets of uh, five. So I felt good on that, just getting my hips and my low back. But. Uh, I, I do do kettlebell swings, and actually, I will do a, a back rows with my. I have some heavy kettlebells that I will that I will throw in there because I could use. Um, you just kind of a there's a little different angle you can get with them. So, but I like those gorilla kettlebells because I look like a goddamn fucking gorilla. All right, Jesus. 
from Real Sorry. Kevin. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight, big guy? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, gentleman's jacket. It's the last of the bottle. <clears throat> All right. Real. Why are you accusing me of being buzz pet? Maybe slightly. Rev- Real Kevin. Not a, not. I'm actually. I would tell you. I'm not at all. I feel. I'm very relaxed though. Okay. I got a question. Real Kevin Bost on Twitter. Besides wake up unlimited energy, what are other ways to combat sleepiness in my computer desk job? There are no other coffee. No other ways. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, there's nothing that I know of. Um, no, uh, <laughs> coffee is. Uh, but you again, uh, the, the 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 safe recommended dosage for for caffeine is between three to five hundred milligrams. I feel, um, I, I think they say anywhere three to four, three to five. Some people, I think, obviously, if you're bigger, you can get away with maybe a little more. Or if you're, but that and I always kind of try to keep that five hundred milligram mark as a guideline on, on not exceeding that for the day. So, but 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 a, a large Starbucks coffee, you're doing a couple small. Or a couple medium Starbucks coffees throughout the day will probably keep you within that range and, and keep you going. From Danny Dotis on Twitter. Co- Sorry, cocaine also. Cocaine. Will, uh, not that I've done it. I've never done it, actually, but I've heard. I actually I went on a date this last week. We've not talked about the big guys dating tales, which we might have to get into sometime. I thought it was off limits. Uh, uh, maybe not anymore. Okay, no. okay, okay. But but we'll we'll get into it eventually. But uh, I learned uh, one of my dates educated me on the uh, on the white part of uh, the coffee bean of cocaine. Huh. All yeah. Right. All right. She also knows knows Floyd Mayweather, but another story for another day. Danny Dotis on Twitter to both Pat Buck and Ryback. This is topical. Who gets more ladies? Well, friend, I am off the markets. I'm not scouting the female talent these days. <laughs> but back in That's, my day. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we don't share a lot of story. We did live together briefly. In Back Louisville, in 2011, we, uh, I was killing Tampa. No, um, no we, we lived in Louisville, too, uh, together. But um, you're married now, and I don't think it's appropriate to talk about anything. But uh, I've done very well for myself over the years. But I'm I'm at a point where I'm uh, I'm looking to settle down and have a family. You're looking, so. you're looking for Mrs. Big Guy. <laughs> That's for all the TV shows out there. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, Mrs. Man. Big Guy. This big. That's the name of my E show, <laughs> Mrs. Big Guy. It's just me, like me with a. Uh, what was the fucking guy's name? The the Rock of Love show. It's oh Brett Michaels. Just, yeah, yeah. It's just me looking for love, and it's all just big women. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Big Guy is hilarious. It's all fat women. Fuck, what a show that would be. From Rich, the price is right. Rich Harris zero two six nine on Twitter. Ryback, if you had to drive cross country and with one of the following people, who would it be? Zach Ryder, Simon Gotch, or the Heater, Mark Carano? Mark Carano, one hundred percent. He'd be your pick. Yeah, one hundred percent. I as much shit as I give Mark Carano, I actually enjoyed being around him. And it's and he's a douchebag straight up. <laughs> But he knows he's a douchebag. His fucking wife left him before they got married. He's a piece of shit. But I, I've had conversations with him to, on multiple occasions, and and I've drank a bottle of Jack with him at the fucking hotel bar, and and uh, he knows the dealio. It's I one hundred percent fucking Mark Carano. All right. I told Dolph I go when they're in town for uh, SmackDown. They're going to be in Vegas here like in the next week, week or ten days. Uh, 
September, beginning of September sometime. Because I just saw my good buddy Dolph Ziggler this last week. He came into Vegas for an appearance. And uh, we went to Hooters. I posted it on Instagram. And, uh, and caught up with him, and uh, which he'll probably get buried next week after this <laughs> comes out. But no different than anything he's done. But um, And we talked about life on the independence and everything going on. And um, But he, they, they allow him to make a good amount of money and do good for himself out there. Even though he should, I, I just think he should be used in a far greater capacity. But um, the uh, I was telling him, I go, let's get Carano. Me and you and Carano go to the strip club. I'll pay for everything. But uh, secretly, I'll get Carano to pay for everything by the end of the night. <laughs> so I would be all for it. I, I have no, like, I told everyone all the time, like, I have my personal feelings on everything. And, I, and I'm very angry over things. But, like, I don't hate the WWE. I know I can make them a shit ton of money. And they know I can make them a shit ton of money. So it's just fucking funny because I can make money doing my own thing. But it's, uh, yeah, gosh, I don't have no desire. And what was the other one? Ryder. Yeah, goddamn, fuck. I I just don't. I would probably shoot myself before that got to that point. So Carano for sure. From the same person, Rich Harris, o two six nine. Pat Buck, have you <laughs> have you thought about becoming a since you becoming a body guy? Will you go back to trunks? Let the people see the muscles, bro. I've thought about that, but I'm gonna keep with my current outfit just to be a little different. Do you, what is your preference to wrestle? And if you could like not gimmick or character or anything aside, Trunks. what do you really? Yeah. Because I, I hate to sweat so much and I, I feel freer and I can dude, kicking high is more restricted in long tights. Like it's to me, it is at least I, I notice that I yeah. can't kick as high as I can wearing long tights. I don't know. I hated my Ryback run in OVW with the long tights. It was very restricting, and they fall around your way. I and again, maybe I didn't have the right cut tights. Mm-hmm. They didn't sit like they would always fall down my waist, and I couldn't get them to. They wouldn't sit right ever, and like with I have my big goddamn fucking quads. <laughs> they wanted. Uh, it was just. It wasn't. It was an awkward thing. But uh, I like. I for me, I love singlets. I just think. I think that throws the amateur thing in there a little bit, and it's like, I don't know. I trunks, I I don't mind. I, trunks are better for showing off the body, but goddamn it, if I'm going into a battle, I don't want to be wearing just underwear. Good point. Good point. I I, I don't like trunks anymore because I feel like every most guys wear them. That's just my thing. Um, just imagine, imagine UFC wearing trunks. Yeah, it's really. I I, I tried. I was thinking that the other day. I was like. Man, like, because why wouldn't they wear trunks? If it, if it, but I think the biker shorts or, or the shorts, there's no difference in your, your range of motion. So that's one thing wrestling. Like, well, why the fuck are we wearing? Why the fuck are we showing our dick stuff? <laughs> God damn it, you must show the dick. From the Mizzo one on Twitter, I'm trying to cut calories using two meal replacement protein shakes per day. Any tips? Hopefully. Hopefully you're using ISO hungry. Um, the, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing at all using meal replacements. Uh, as long as, uh, I don't know, that's something actually um, with the whole feed me more nutrition with aspartame and sucralose. I was a big, I was really big back in the day. Maybe you remember those metrics, meal replacements that came in the box? I remember the ones, were they 100 grams of carbs or no? They, I don't know if they were 100 grams of carbs, but they were like a balanced 
they were balanced appropriately with protein, carbs, and fats. Okay. It was, it was, and it had all the vitamins and minerals. Was it in a white wrapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember once, dude, one of the first shows I ever worked on, I had a really, I hurt my ribs, and Balls Mahoney comes up to me and goes, here you go, and he gives me two pills, and he goes, drink a full Gatorade and eat a whole Metrix bar when you take those. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but that's what I remember it from. Great advice. Um, the that's a lot of sugar, which would explain <laughs> his physique at the time if that was uh, his regular routine. Um, no, but uh, a lot of those have aspartame and sucralose in those, so I would say stay away from them. You're better off taking a multivitamin twice a day and just going with you know a whey protein isolate that's sweetened with stevia, whether it's iso hungry or not. But I dare you to find a better tasting one that and better quality digesting one. But um, yeah, that's actually something I got to look into for feeding me more nutrition. But it's uh, nothing wrong with doing that. I just if 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 you have no problem using aspartame or sucralose, uh, which you should. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's it. I got a question from TK Moss. What was the best catering you ever had at WWE? <sighs> Trying to think of the one. Whenever they had filet mignon, okay. that was always that was always a lot of guys like the breakfast after a pay per view. They had they'd have breakfast for lunch and uh, dinner usually, mm-hmm. which was never bad by any means. I always enjoyed it. But when they would have a nice fucking cut of filet in there, ooh, that's tough to beat. That and a nice salad, a little feta cheese with Rusev. Me and him were happy campers. <laughs> from uh, from Robert J One on Twitter, what are big guys' thoughts? Questions. Yeah, a lot of questions. What are big guys' thoughts on European promotions like WCPW? Love them. I'm, I think that it's great. The more wrestling promotions, the better. I would. I, I would love to work for them. I if they would. I know they reached out early on, and I think we were booked on some whatever the date was, and yeah, or it was overlooked. I would. I would love to go out and do some business with them. I think we could. Um, some of those guys over there, like with like Osprey and, and Saber, um, there's some good, really cool matchups that we have waiting down the line. So hopefully, there's uh, we could do some business. From I'm Barrett Stout on Twitter, would you consider releasing a creatine? If so, what kind? Thanks. <clears throat> um, once the brand is at a level where uh, I, I have I have my my eight or nine supplements that I need to get out there. Um, once those are out and running, and everything is at a level that I'm comfortable at, uh, I would look into that where I could start things like glutamine and creatine and, and trying to find ways to uh, uh, kind of tap into that with the brand. But it's such an oversaturated market on that. Every All my formulas are different, which is why that I'm having success right now with them. And uh, creatine, it, it's really hard to be different with just creatine. But crealkaline is, uh, is definitely the way to go, in my opinion, that doesn't have the bloat and... Uh, doesn't cause the cramps or anything like that. So, but I, I would, uh, I would look into possibly doing a, a, a creatine with, 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 with more than several different types of creatines in it. And, um, it's just not, just not yet. It, it's within the next couple of years for sure though. All right. Two more questions from Michael White. I got a question. I've never heard of this guy on Twitter before. <laughs> Mike White, what's up, buddy? Shout out to Mike White. He's been a supporter from day one. How can I build huge delts? Again, it's just um, when you're training naturally, 
I think you really, the key is you have to, you have to train the muscle under a significant amount of weight and whatever that amount of weight is for you, you have to continue, continuously, uh, improve on that. And when, uh, you can only get so much from lifting a certain amount of weight, muscle grows from stress and uh, you have to condition it every week, even whether it's going up one pound per week or one pound every two or three weeks or every month, just continuously push yourself to lifting more weight. The best rep range to do that in is the four to six rep range. And uh, for as far as just growing muscle. Now, now if you're going into fighting or anything, you need to be doing more high rep training. We're not talking about that. We're just six, strictly talking about developing muscle. Four to six reps at a weight that you can finish four to six reps at as heavy as you can and without hurting yourself and, and growing on that weight week after week. And uh, shoulder exercises, shoulder presses, you know, you got your side lateral movements, raises, and just different things. It, 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 it all comes down to the amount of weight you're lifting, essentially with good form and stressing that muscle. So it's, uh, there's a gazillion shoulder exercises. They all work. You just, you really need to push yourself physically and try to increase on the weight every week. From Edo Moonboot Seven, last question: When will Pat Buck versus Ryback be booked? Well, I think we just talked about this, me and you, this past week. Did we? I don't know. I you said if the crowd was over four hundred and whatever for the uh, <laughs> oh yeah for the first night that because I go oh is Hawkins available for me to squash the first night? And I said if it's over four hundred people, I'll gladly val- volunteer to get in there and take a few bumps. No, I, I would never want to wrestle you. Uh, one more. I actually no, I, I actually I really would, but I, I would because I would uh, I would want to put in time with you and just uh, I, I I don't know from a competitive standpoint it'd be a lot of fun. Sure would, and that is the let you let you do your shitty fucking rolling spot and I boot your head off. <laughs> Johnny Saint spot, shoot me off up and over, couple arms. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. <laughs> I wanna, I swear to God, if we ever work, that's the cutoff spot. Watch, but that's it. But that's uh, that's conclusion for our questions. All right. We'll go ahead. We'll do the tips of the week here. We'll go ahead. We'll take a break after that and come back with our main event. Tips of the week. Yay. Match of the week this week, guys, was uh, A.R. Fox versus a buddy, a guy I actually um, wrestled over at RevPro with. I didn't work him, but uh, David Starr was a really nice guy, and I, I caught one of their matches, and I really enjoyed it. And that was my match of the week. This week, book of the week. The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, and that this book deals with gratitude and the power, the power of being thankful um, for everything. Great book. Have you you've read that one, right, Pat? Yeah, I do. It's I have it on my mantle. And they they give you a lot of examples in that book of, of different ways to be thankful, and it, it really helped me a lot when that one came out. Quote of the week: The opposite of love is not hate; it is indifference. By Ellie Weasel, or Weisel. Elliot Weasel. Is it Wiesel? Wiesel, yeah. All right, thank you very much. I think much I read that in eighth grade. <laughs> what are you, are you knocking me for my quotes now? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, are you are that was are you drunk? I had one glass of wine. If I am, that's pathetic. I'm not safe at all. Well, I feel like well, that's <laughs> all right. Nutrition tip of the week, guys. If you struggle with junk food, don't fill your house with it. You feel when you when you put junk food in your house. You go buy you go buy bags of chips or different things that and whatnot, and you shop in the moment. 
When you have them at your house, you feel obligated to eat it. And you usually will. So don't do that because the worst thing you'll see, well, I bought those five bags of Flaming Hot Cheetos. I got I to eat them. I don't want to throw the money away. Well, don't buy them. Buy better quality food. And it's a simple thing, but you'd be shocked at how many people do this. Workout tip of the week. Of Oh, this is what we talked about this week. I, I put this as my workout tip, Pat. Avoid neck bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, it wreaks havoc on your disc and your nerves and your neck. Um, a lot of that's an old school wrestling thing. And I got this because I saw on your Snapchat, you were recording. I was, the guys I was making doing, 30 people do neck bridges. <laughs> and I cringed when I saw it and I go, God damn it. I got to message him on this. It is the worst thing for your neck. And it's an old school. It's an outdated thing. A lot of it out straight up. It will build your neck muscles, but you could get the same exact benefit from doing a neck machine without putting all that weight on your disc and your nerves. Because when you put all your body weight on your neck and go back, yes, you're working your muscles, but at the, at the expense of your, jo- uh, your joints, your disc, and your nerves. And uh, I know this from personal experience. Trust me, talk to your doctor on it. It's a fucking stupid move. And it has no business anymore. It, it, there's zero benefit to it. For, for wrestlers, use a neck machine. You can get the strength that you need from a neck machine and not put all that stress on your body. And uh, it's just one of those things that was, at the time, they didn't know better, but we know better now. So knock that shit off, guys. It's not good for you. And uh, that's the tips of the week. All right. We'll go ahead. We'll take a break right here, guys, and we'll be right back with our main event. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? So I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition. Available at feedmemore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ice-so-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is Feed Me More Nutrition. Premium, quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at FeedMeMore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at FeedMeMore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. PODCAST10. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. And we're back, and it's time for our main event tonight. We have a very special, special main event tonight. The Vinny Awards, Pat. What are your thoughts well, on first this? First off, why don't you explain what the Vinny Awards are? Because I don't particularly know exactly how to explain it. This is... <laughs> these are the Vince McMahon Awards, essentially, of uh, in categories that only Vince wants. All about physiques. And uh, <laughs> it's all about the physique. It's uh, we we have. We'll run down the the uh, list here that we have. 
and the format of the, of this main event. Me and Pat will give our our top two or three choices for each category, and we will, we will agree upon one winner for the official Vinny Award for that for that category. Uh, the categories are best lean physique, best freak physique, best big guy physique, best legs, most androgynous, best hair, best veins, flattest ass, and then the best non-gassed or our non-gas best physique or just non-gas physique that you uh, you chose, I believe, mm-hmm. on that one, that, right? That was my pick, yeah. Who, a guy that you know has not been – because on this list, a lot of guys have, have used performance-enhancing drugs, and, uh, and, and we're in an era where um, for the majority of guys that is not the case. And uh, But they have an asterisk by their name one way or another, so. All right. How do you want to start this off? What category are we going to do? I, I was going to say we start off with the best lean physique. Best lean physique. I, do you have you have three choices for that? I do. So why don't you? I'll start with my first one. Obviously, you probably have the same one, but I'm going to start with probably the most well-known lean physique ever in wrestling would be Ravishing Rick Rude. He was my number three. Hell of a lean physique, and uh, it was uh, he made the list, and I think you can't have it without him. Who'd you have for your number two? My number two would be uh, formerly Johnny Nitro, formerly John Morrison, formerly ooh, I forgot all about John him, Hennigan, currently or formerly Johnny Mundo. Now he's currently Johnny Impact, uh, whatever, but whatever name you want to call him, but John Morrison. Now Johnny impacts. I feel like he has a uh, ideal lean physique. Very lean physique. I went with Randy Orton for my number okay. two lean physique. When he's not now, this was back with during another period, but he's still lean to this day. So, but so I got, who'd you go with your number? I one? got two in this category. Actually, I didn't put this in order. Two, two number ones? Not number ones. I just kind of listed the ones who I thought I could nominate. Okay. All right. We're, we're doing this on air live, guys. We're going to come to a conclusion to get the number yeah, one. Yeah, we'll, we'll justify and, uh, the, who the winner is. I have Wade Barrett at his... Uh, do you have him too? <laughs> He's my number <laughs> oh, one as well. Christ. Yeah. Old, bana- old Bananas I, I don't Barrett. Think... <laughs> Banana and Coffee Barrett. He... Uh... That period before he decided to leave, there might not have been a better physique. I, I, he, leg wise, maybe not. He was always lean in the legs. He always had actually good sized quads for for how tall he was. He, uh, you, I, he was shredded, and I mean for that to him, at that size to be that shredded and, uh, fuck that 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 might be. I think it's the all-time best, personally. And they missed the boat entirely on all that because the guy could fucking go. The other nominee I had here, a guy more my size, and uh, Rob Conway, when he was doing his... Yes. He was shredded beyond belief. Shredded. And looked great. Hell of a tan. Still is to this day. Still competes. And uh, I like Rob's a great human being. So, um, personally... 
And as we know, there's politics involved in uh, judging in all different aspects of bodybuilding and, and especially for the Vinnies. Uh, personally, number one, I feel it should be Wade Barrett. Well, we got to judge this based on who Vince would think, correct? These are the Vinnies. Yeah, yeah, the Vinnies. But it's I still think Wade, the most recent, and to do it in the era that he did it in, I think, and you look at his height, he has all the qualities that Vince uh, would love. You made up a good point. In the natural era, he was lean. And, you, I mean, at a whole other level. Yeah. All right, why the fuck not? He seems like a good guy. God damn it! Wade Barrett's our winner for the best lean physique. All right, moving Next on. Next category. Best freak physique. Alrighty. You start this off. Who do you- I put my number three ultimate warrior. I thought he really started started that trend uh, and put it on the map of uh, that freaky physique. I had for my number three the warlord. I, I have him on another category, so <laughs> it's uh, that nothing wrong with that one at all. Number two, I put Scott Steiner, big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, holla if you hear. He me. was my number two as well. Number one, no, no, no surprise here. Um, I walk alone in all aspects of life. And uh, Big Dave, you came in at number one. Height, size, vascularity, just a freak altogether. Big, Big Dave Batista, number one of the best freak physique in my opinion. Wow, my number one freak physique. See, I don't know. Wait, you, you also have a big guy muscle physique, correct? Or is that a different one? I, I best big guy physique, which yeah, is muscle physique. You know what? Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that up. I'm gonna have to agree with you because I'm I'm removing my number one to put him in that category. Big, I go by veins because freaks or or size and veins. I'm going with Big Dave. Big Dave's a winner. That's hands down number one. Hands correct. Down. Yeah, Big Dave, you're the winner for the fucking Vinny Awards for best freak physique. Congratulations, Big Dave. You deserve it. All right. Next category, best big guy physique. And the nominees are? Number three for myself, I picked Nathan Jones. Oh, wow. That's a random one. Okay. I knew you weren't going to be expecting that, but you go, he, if you truly look how tall he was, and he was all jacked up and all on, on all the good stuff. So. so height is a factor in this, or it's not? Kind of is a little bit. I... Obviously, I wanted to put myself in this category. I didn't. I refrained, guys, for one week <laughs> of putting myself over. I really, really wanted to, though, just, but I didn't. Uh, I had Hunter in this, old Triple H. Wait, for best big guy I physique? I think so, right? I, he's like one of those weird mix. I, I, one of the all-time greatest bodies in wrestling when he was all gassed up. Like, But it's fucking, I don't know what category he falls in because, like, he was very vascular, but he wasn't. He, his weight was down, mm-hmm. so I don't. I had trouble putting him in the best freak physique, best lean physique, because he was so big. He was outside of those lean guys, a, so I he thought, was freak when he came back for Royal Rumble two thousand. Yeah, yeah, but I had trouble putting him in that best big guy, even though he was. He was. Yeah, it. If you're going by that period right there, okay, I I I accept that for best big guy physique because he was heavier right okay. then. You might have. When he was that Emmett, was that MSG that right was there? MSG. Yeah, yeah. When he had that fucking sweet leather fucking jacket with the with the fucking jean fucking pant fucking deal, yeah. right? You know who I 
Good. Yeah. I don't know if you said how many are you up to. I got to do my my number two. I put uh, Brock Lesnar for best big guy physique when he was at his freakiest and mm. overall, I thought it was a, a developed, a well developed best big guy physique. I'm gonna pull a wild card here. I don't know if this is the right category, but I think so. Mason Ryan. Yeah, that's a. Uh, Especially too, and he lives in Vegas. Actually, he works. For, he has a real uh, job, <laughs> real nice, important. Job. Is it circus? Uh, circus? Circus? Yeah, circus? Uh, what's how the fuck? Cirque de Soleil. How do you pronounce it? I fuck it up every time. Much like I do one of our categories for this. Androgynous. Um, <laughs> yeah, androgynous. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, that's not the correct way to pronounce that word. Um, I'm thinking of gyno. Um, androgynous. The uh, my number one pick on this, and I, I feel just when I height, thickness, muscle mass was the warlord for best big guy physique overall. Hmm. But that that was just my opinion. So we have obviously different choices. Um, I will say, I didn't say my number one yet. I don't know if we're picking yet. Oh yeah, go ahead. One, I, I was sorry. Tony Atlas. No, you don't count that. No, no, no. I no. He was definitely uh, f- phenomenal physique. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think. And this is a really tough category here because I'm not in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna go with anyone and to show there's no ill feelings, when Hunter came back in MSG, he was he was all jacked up. He was at a higher weight level, and. Uh, I don't know that that was a, that was a cool moment that period. Fuck, I don't know what what is your take on number one on this? If we're if we're going through the eyes of Vince, or I don't know, man, I'm I'm leaning towards Hunter too. If you're going through the eyes of Vince, I mean, the goddamn guy's your son-in-law. It's hard. Politics definitely play a role in this, guys. Triple H, congratulations, you're the winner of the best big guy physique. All right, moving on. Best legs. Ah, the best category. All right. Yeah. God damn it. Look at those quads. Who do you who do you have for number number three? Number three is a weird one. Even though it was only a small time period, you may you probably you may have We might we might have the same one actually. Okay, so there was a time where Rob Van Dam and ECW had insane legs, although Really? Yeah, there was a, a good six months to a year where it was really disturbing how big his legs were, and then they just went away. Uh, but I don't know why that stuck out in my head. So just, Typically a sign of steroid usage. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Everyone's done them at one point or another. Not everyone, but a lot of wrestlers. So, um, And Rob's fucking awesome, so. Yeah, I, I, I have to see that. I'm going to look I'm going to look that up. I don't, I don't remember that, so. I picked my number three. The the Shane twins, the Gemini really? twins, they yeah they had enormous quads. Mm. If yeah, I don't have you ever seen them in person? Yeah, at, uh, just at the strip club. Yeah, but I'm not looking they, at their but, legs. But, though. Like they were in <laughs> they were in pants. I'm talking about no, in tights. Never. Vince loved their quads. He they they had big meaty thighs, and Vince fucking loved all Amazing. of them. Amazing, yeah. Number two uh, on my list is uh, Big E. I went with uh, Big E. I I did not put him. I think uh, 
size-wise, he has big quads, but separation-wise, he's uh, his body fat's a little higher. And I love okay. Biggie, and I think and I think he has an incredible physique in the natural era. He's uh, but the body fat is a little higher. And uh, I went with Randy Orton ah, in his prime. Okay. He's always no matter what, Orton's always had fucking big shredded That's quads. True, very true. Even when he lost weight and was thin, his quads were still fucking. He's got good quads on him, and uh, he he knows it. My number one is a very rare choice. Uh, Doug Furness. Wasn't expecting that. Weird pick, power lifter, but it just always stood out to me. He had a hell of a drop kick, too. Uh, his legs were... I have to watch that. Doug Furness, uh, insane legs. If you, if you Google him, you'll be like, wait, what? The, like that's, that's, that's like the one thing that did stand out on him, even though he was a power lifter where his legs were insane. And he, he was very functional, too, in his wrestling. I went with my number one, The Rock. Ah. I think he's if you, he always had shredded hamstrings. And even when his stomach was a little out of fucking, a little flabby, his quads were always big and shredded, I thought. And uh, I think if you're Vince... You got to go with these that. These are the Vinny Awards. God damn it, the guy's a success. And... Uh, are you cool with I'm that? I'm cool with that. I think that I don't. I'm mad I didn't think of it. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, at which WWE just trademark your name for more clothing. You are the winner of best legs. God damn it! <laughs> they don't. They don't discriminate against anybody on those goddamn trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next category: most androgynous physique. <laughs> <laughs> how do you define this like most are, are... i it's really funny to me this is just the vinnies man this is what we do me and vince guy had a phone call this week and we uh i'm joking everybody but in my mind we did for these and uh this is these, these are his choices <laughs> but how do we explain this so it's just a physique that vince would look at and be like oh he's androgynous is that it that that He's not. He's not gay. He's not straight. He's androgynous. He's he's the best of both worlds. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I don't know. I have no fucking clue how you describe this. I just know Goldust from the Pritchard Show. That's what triggered this for the Vinnies for me. So thanks, Bruce and Conrad. <laughs> podcast of the uh, sports podcast of the year. Congratulations to them. Is that a real thing? Does that do they really get podcasts? They of the won year? the goddamn award. They are. Uh, they're a big deal. That is congratulations. I, no, I can't. That it's one of the podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to that one. And I, uh, Conrad actually messaged me this week over something. Oh, so it's um, which I downloaded Twitter to check my messages. Thank God, right before one of my big dates, and uh, I was I told him I go thank God I downloaded <laughs> this. I because it was over. It was something. It was something very important. So it's uh, yeah, man. Congratulations. They 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 have they've. They know what they're doing over there. So, all right, who do you got for number three? Pat? My number three is Buff Bagwell. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that time when he came over uh, for that one match with Booker T. Vince just looked at him and was like, "Oh, this is the guy. This is the like." I picked Buff. All right, that's he wasn't on my list. I went with Goldust for number okay. three. Who do you got for number two? <laughs> My number two is the adorable one, Adrian Adonis. Uh, Even though uh, it's not so much of a physique, but boy, was he androgynous. 
Very much so. And number two, and, be, and and mostly because they have dressed him up as a woman so many times, is uh, Tyler Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the goddamn deal is, but they keep dressing him up as a fucking woman. And it, it, there has to be something to it. And this can't be made up, guys. This category is not random. Um, but uh, he's dressed up so often, I, I just really... Part of me thinks that there might be something there with him and Vince. <laughs> it looks great to wake. Ty- Tyler, if you want to push, do it. <laughs> My number one's a really weird one. And it's based on the whole cranky Vince persona where he was obsessed with a particular talent that he'd always kind of be looking at, winking at, and kind of hitting on. Really? And this was Billy Kidman. That would explain why Kidman's in, sitting so high in that goddamn company. He's, I never, yeah, I, I always look, and Billy's talented oh, he's as the fuck. Man. But I was always, I, I like Billy Kidman a lot, and I don't want to get him any heat, but man, fuck. I didn't know that. Cranky Vince loved Kidman. You, That's, it was when, Which was supposedly from an inside source, had right? Had to be, man. There was so much funny stuff. What if that was Vince himself <laughs> doing this, just fucking. Then he's a genius. I don't. I don't put anything past anything. I really think it. Vince was like, "God damn it! I wanna, I wanna be a part of this social media and have fun like everybody else. I'm gonna create a fake account of myself and just because like, how do you, those insights were so goddamn accurate? I feel like I went with number one, one of my good buddies, Dolph Ziggler. He's just long blonde haired babe. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, we got we have different choices here. I'm go. I, I Tyler Breeze. I don't know, man. I think he'd he'd get the pick. I was gonna go with Kidman because he of the thing, but I I think Tyler Breeze is hilarious because he's the only one that is dressed up like a woman uh, on multiple occasions <laughs> for no reason <laughs> and for no reason. Like in like he's this is a really really weird thing, and I really wonder like why the fuck are they making him dress up like a woman? And uh, because like it's not like it wasn't him one week and then Fandango the next. It was him every week. I think it was. I think and it recently like, too. Since the last time we talked about it, there was another woman thing. Yeah, it's like there's some sort of running thing with that. Where like, God damn it, can we get Breeze in another dress? <laughs> <sighs> so Tyler Breeze, congratulations! You are the most androgynous WWE or professional wrestler ever. Stay tuned for your Vinny. All right, moving on. Let's go ahead and go with best hair. Best hair. Okay, I only got two for this. Let me think. Of, let me see if I can think of another one. God damn it! I got three. You want? Well, I'll start it off. off here. I went um, because and he's and, and and God bless him and he's he's coming out on top with everything. Ric Flair, ah. I think his hair has stood the test of time, and uh, there's been a lot of bleach put in that fucking scalp sure. pot. And for and granted, he's gotten older. The hair's not what it was, but it's still there. And that's through all the bleaching and, and all the damage and all the stress and all the wrestling. And God damn it, he's the fucking nature boy. And he's, he's, he's the fucking man. Woo! I went with HBK pre-1990 or even 2000. His hair was still pretty, pretty strong. How long of a run did he have with a full head of hair? Pretty long. I feel like it went in his early 40s, maybe. And even then, yeah, he, yeah. he no, hit he, it pretty well. He had a long enough run with it to definitely make the list. I uh, 
I went with my number two, and he has a hell of a set of hair, and and I feel he fits in perfectly with the Vinnies based on how he's been booked as uh, Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, and uh, great hair. But I uh, but he has not he has not stood the test of time and the stress of of being up there, and I I need to see him up there a few more years before I can put him at a higher <laughs> rank ranking. This one's a really random one. I don't even know. You may know who this is. You may not. Do you know who Tom McGee is? Not off the top of my so head. So Tom McGee was a very legendary story. After Hogan, Tom McGee came along, and, and apparently Vince and everyone was convinced this guy could be the next Hogan. So he's a really tall guy, apparently like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, bodybuilder physique. Long, he had like kind of like Kenny Omega hair, but like very curly and out there. Yeah, yeah. backflips. He was just the prototype for like, you saw his look and you're like, wow, that guy's a star. And they, Bret Hart had an amazing match with him one time. And after that, nobody could have a good match with him. And they didn't do anything with him. Like they got to let him go. Really? So he's a legend in that nobody to this day, apparently, Cole Cabana had this on his podcast, has seen... No, there's no footage of this Tom McGee match with Bret Hart because everybody wants to see it because every match, this like iconic, oh, this guy's going to be the next Ho-. Literally, they thought they said he's going to be the next Hogan. Nobody has seen that match, but Tom McGee, I put for best hair. Had great head of hair. There ha- that match has to exist somewhere in WWE in Stanford. I'm going to message some of my contacts over there that I have deeper within the office that I still talk to and uh, see if I can get that. If you find that, that's a real, that's a real gem because nobody's seen it. That'd be a real, that'd be a real hit on my YouTube channel. I'm going to work on this. Got to make some, some messages here tomorrow. Um, I went my number one and I was a huge fan of him uh, growing up. Number one, I thought he had the coolest hair and he still has it. Razor. Ah, good choice. Good choice. Hey, yo, shout out to the bad guy. Chico. Um, but uh, so, yeah, who do you what do you think for number one best hair for the video? That's Awards? the one I couldn't uh, I couldn't figure one out. He's the guy. That's it. The bad guy. Congratulations, Razor Ramon. You're number one on, for best hair on the Vinny Awards. You deserve it. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next category. Best veins. <laughs> it's any part of the body. All right. <laughs> Who do you got for your number? I three? think the obvious choice would be current champion Jinder. All right, he's uh, he actually made my number one choice just due to this this era and how he got around that. True, but it's uh, he's uh, he's definitely extremely vascular right now. I put number three Lex Luger. Ah. I thought he was uh. Extremely vascular for the majority of his it career. Was. Number two, we might have the same number two. Then again, I know this because you told me what it was beforehand because I didn't know what to put for this. Cena, number two. Yeah, number two. And not necessarily right now, but during different points of his career uh, when he was a full-timer. So um, he he's always been extremely vascular due to whatever the secret formulas he has Rob McIntyre making him but um <laughs> that's a shoot uh I'll put that on my YouTube channel but yeah no that's uh who do you think number one on that I'm I'm prone to go with Jinder Mahal over all of it just because of uh 
He's the most recent, and he's extreme. His legs aren't as vascular necessarily. Maybe they are. I don't know. They don't come, but his upper body is extremely vascular. Is there a, and I feel is like there a secrets getting vascularity in your legs? Like I can't get one goddamn leg vein. Is there is there a thing to that? Or just training the same way. A lot, a, a lot of it, well, drugs and genetics. Ah, okay. It's it's honestly it it really look at I look at it like this. Look at Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Those, those motherfuckers are putting in extreme hours of conditioning yeah. training, right? Yeah. And, and they have some veins, sure. right? But they, they look like healthy, normal guys, yeah, right? And they're drug tested stricter than anybody. Yep. And, they, and, and, and genetics differ a little bit by, from person to person. But they have natural yeah. physiques. And that's what you look like. And they're smaller. It's so we'll leave it okay. at that. That's it's, it's extremely hard. You can get veins, you can get them. It's really those, those veins that bulge out all over your legs like that. It's typically now that's not to say you can't be 130 pounds or 160 pounds, but to be, have some size on you and have those mm-hmm. veins. That's another story okay. for, not to say 100% of the time, but more often than not. Interesting. So, okay. yeah. And that's the truth on the situation. So, but uh, I'm going to go with. Um, I had one other person. I'm going with gender. Oh, go ahead. Spider-Man Sorry. Macho Man. Oh, Bonesaw. Ooh. Randy Savage post the age of 40. <clears throat> WCW. What, uh, yeah. What's up, Mach? Was pretty fucking vascular. I love that song. Loved Gorgeous George with him and. Uh, Bonesaw was fucking shredded was. during the, but I think these are the Vinnies and we're going, I think to go from essentially the role that he was in to the role that he's in now based on his veins. Mm-hmm. God damn it, Paul. Look at those veins. Look, uh, I think Jinder Mahal's had the biggest turnaround in a career based on veins alone. I concur. Jinder, you just won a Vinny. Congratulations, my friend. All right. Next category. Uh, before we go to our last, I'm going to go. You, I don't have necessarily, a, I don't have a list for this. You you brought this up to me. You have a non-gas category. Yeah. I thought about it. Who who would he like that he knew was just a natural athlete? And that's hard to. No questions. Never put any steroids in their body whatsoever. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead and name your... I'm going to let you name your guys, and I'm going to see... The only guy that I can, off the top of my head, is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are the two that I feel like never have put anything in their body. I feel like number three for me would be Arn Anderson. I don't think Double A ever put anything in. That's, really? That's, that's kind of what I think. I really do. Has has he gone on record of stating he, he that? He has or said no? that in his book, that he got up to a 400-pound bench press, and he never put any, he never took anything. I'll, you know what? Fuck. I'm going to believe double A on that then. Because he has no reason to lie on that. That's All right. My number two would be Pat Patterson. I don't. Okay. I, and my number one would be Bruno Sammartino. I'm uh, from reading Backlund's book and meeting Bruno. And um, this is a tough one. For me, it comes down to Bruno and double A. Um I, I like both men tremendously. 
Who are you leaning towards for number and one? Bruno had an impressive arm, looked like a fighter, but, but, but Bruno looked, still had a great physique despite all that. He was a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not looking at it from how they were booked or anything because Arn, and if you look at uh, how much Arn, what he's contributed to the business, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm leaning, I, I like both men. Uh, Physique-wise, um, Bruno maybe has the edge, but maybe overall and in, in contribution-wise, it's Arn is is Vince's right hand man on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Which way are you leaning on this? Mm. Oh. I really want double. Let's, I want let's double. Just give it a double God A. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> double A. Congratulations! You're the fucking winner. You just got yourself a Vinny Award. You deserve <laughs> it, pal. I want double A to have that. I, I like double A a lot, man. I, I really do. He's always been good to me. All right. Last category. Maybe the only, I, I guess this is perceived as a negative category. Um, we didn't do best ass. We did flattest ass. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I think we had a lot of positives in this. But why not? Let's throw a curveball in there. Flattest ass. Who do you got? Number that? three, Yoshi Tatsu. Incredibly flat ass. I actually had him as my number oh, one. Oh, man. But, but it's all right because I'm, I'm open. I just, this is just, we're talking live on air. We're, we're figuring this all out. I put number three, Trevor Murdoch, and I don't know if he, I, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't remember if he had a flat ass or not, but I, I only had two off the top of my head when I did this list. Everything else was really easy for me. This one, and it's not like you can Google flat male asses. Nothing comes up. Just they put divas up. So it's a really tough thing to do my homework on. But uh, I feel like Trevor Murdoch had a flat ass. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. But I mean, he was my number three. So, But my number two was the – it's probably on your list too. I don't want to – I know it has to be on your list. Great colleague. Yep, number two for me. Number two for me also was a great colleague. Hell of a flat ass. My number one, like a like two <laughs> two boards just fucking hammered into his fucking hip bones. <laughs> My number one is Mick Foley. Does Mick have he a flat sure ass? Does. I've never looked that closely. I don't. He's always wearing like flan. Like I'm um, pretty sure. Do, do you, I Google this? I thought Mick always did have. I don't know if Mick has a flat ass. I thought that was his thing. He's a big guy. Is he? I don't. He always has the fucking flannel covering his like, and he's always in like like sweatpants. How would Mick you Foley flat ass? I'm googling. I'm sure I'll be in a locker room with him here someday. We were the on the Independence. See, I thought he said in his book that his body was ideal for bumping because his ass was flat and his his, or was it? I don't know. I thought Mick. He might. I'm not gonna doubt. No, I just I always imagine skinnier guys, but maybe. Mick Mick would know better than any. If you read that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with it at all. Let me text him real quick. Are you gonna no, really no, text no. him? <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus Christ. I can't it's a little much, I thought. It's hard to see his backside, but I'm pretty sure he did. I so my opinion, just because there's a little controversy here with uh, the McFoley ass, 
is uh, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Great Khali. I think it, he's recent. He just made an appearance again. Ass was still flat. Clearly not doing the ass blaster machine in the Indian gyms. And uh, Trevor, I'm a little shaky on. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yoshi, hell of a flat ass. But uh, what do you think about Great Khali? I think he's fresh on the minds, and uh, I, I I concur. I'm gonna go with that as well. Great colleague, congratulations. You just won yourself a Vinny Award, pal, for flattest ass. Man, hell of a show. I hope we get the first part of the first 45 oh, minutes. Oh, I hope so, too. My God. Guys, we, we, there was an issue on my end uh, where the first 45 minutes um, appears to possibly <laughs> be missing, but it was recorded, so we're going to – we're gonna we're gonna really really try to get this. If not, yeah, I'm gonna redo it on my own, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, we already got we got two hours on our, on this without it. So, but uh, I, I hate to lose that content. We talked about some good stuff. So, anything else you'd like to close with? No, tonight, um, Buck never stops. Follow me on all platforms. I'm at Ryback two four seven on uh, Snapchat Ryback twenty two on Twitter and the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram. Guys, thank you very much for listening. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Mm-hmm.